Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. This week, we review our last two games. We look ahead to welcoming the Westies, and of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke, Josh, and Morrow. Lads, lads, lads. We're back, baby. Hey. hey. IRL. Back in person. In real life, with oh. good audio. The kisses were real when Thank we got to, uh, back in the studio this afternoon. It's so good to be surrounded by some good people. Can't beat IRL. Oh. Disappointing not to hear the uh, winning pod alarm. Well, but, it's, a, know, it's, it's a bit so of a mixture, isn't it? It's, it's half a winning pod. Yeah, it's a bit of a rollercoaster. Roll I mean, I guess we could. Yeah, I mean, uh, I need to see if I've got another one with like a, a sad horn or something like that. <laughs> Because of our semi-regular scheduling, it, it mixes things up. <laughs> we pod when we want. We pod when we want. Yeah, the coast. That's, um, that's the um, the new uh, the new coast football ramble podcast motto, I guess, isn't it? We pod when we want. <laughs> we pod when we want. But Some I will look, expletives. I, we pod when we want. I will give it the old winning pod, <laughs> but also <laughs> sad pod. <laughs> <laughs> It's a neutral pod. I queued that up pretty quickly. I'm, I'm crying. <laughs> that was good. You did well. I'm crying now. You did well. I'm not sure I've ever used that button before, so that's uh, that's a new one. Let's um let's kick it off. Let's dive right into it, as we always do with Fred's question. Fred this week asks, do we try to squeeze another attacker in this transfer window? It was very obvious when Cummings was not in the squad that we lacked something up top. Discuss. I don't think we will. I'm I'm kind of confused about what's happening right now because <laughs> it was all all signs were sort of pointing towards a Kalechi was going to be the one um, mm. that will be making way because we need to be rid of one visa spot um, and now the rumour is that it's Ayongo but then he gets minutes on the weekend so which you know still doesn't that doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that he will be staying or leaving but I, I don't know it's just it's a bit of a weird one at the moment mm. Mm. I mean it could be both really the it go because um, you can't uh, I think I said it last episode as well you know with Kelechi on decent money taking up a visa spot we need to get Maresh back in there as well yeah. of course he's still mm. to come back and um, all all signs are pointing to him being back in or ready to play in February um, so you can't afford to have a visa player not making the squad on decent money as well yeah, and now that we've signed Theohorus too, I don't think we'll be lining up another attacker. Yeah, well, that's a good that point sense. as well. Yeah, we have bought in Theohorus and uh, Jeezy looked good at the weekend. We'll, right. we'll, we'll come back to that. But good yeah, good, and I think that's pick up. the reason for the answer being no, isn't it? That mm. Theohorus, it means yes, that we've already done. What Between the Theohorus, Ruse, Tulio, yeah. uh, Fit Cummings. Silvera, Silvera, Maresh, like we're not short of attacking <laughs> options. Yeah, Benny um, and Benny. Benny. Yeah, there's, yeah, I, I, I think we're we're probably okay for attackers. Mm. Um, Some yeah. pretty potent weapons in there. Like mm. you know, as much as sometimes it appears that the form goes up and down a little bit, then Benny keeps getting good balls in the back of the net. And Tulio has come along as we might have hoped he would have come along. We know what Maresh is capable of. Um, and then it even mentioned the come dingo. Um, Sammy Silveria thinks he's, you know, he's going to change us from a team that doesn't need Grand Qual anymore and is succeeding at some level in some of the games. Maybe not the last one so much, but yeah, I think we've got plenty of firepower there. And 
Um, I was a little surprised that Thur Horoscombe, but at the same time... It was um, a bit of a random one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we know the undoubted talent the kid has. So for that reason, then uh, he's just one of those players who I think Monty can improve and surge. Yeah, and I think we 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 definitely did notice no Cummings on the weekend. Um, yeah. Ruse, you know, I thought Ruse was good off the bench early in this season, but I think he's struggled in the last probably since the return from the World Cup. Maybe hasn't been his best. Um, had a few chances in the MacArthur game. One went out for a throw-in. Um, <laughs> less said the better. Um, Yuck. Yeah, just ha- hasn't been making as much of an impact off the bench, I think, and then gets a chance to start. And just just didn't really do enough really for me. So I think it's a good opportunity for Theo Horace from what we saw from him off the bench. I'll say looks a bit unmatched fit. <laughs> it's, it's maybe the nice way to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it was a pretty damn good good uh, little cameo off mm. the bench, nearly scored he a worldie. Did, he did what you expected of an impact sub, made impact. Yeah, for game. sure. Yeah, In his I, first attempt, which, yeah. you know, less than a week after we supposedly signed him, um, that's a pretty good effort yeah. and shows what could still be to come. Yeah. Um, so I think we're good for attackers is probably the short answer to that question. And I, I think in the in the coming space, we missed his combination play. I didn't think yeah. we missed him in the finishing space. In the box, we, we had numbers. We had the right positions, I thought, at times. But what we didn't have was link-up play from about the um, circle through to the box where Cummings would, you know, find himself in space and bring other players wide into it, that kind of thing. We missed that. There was so, no – yeah, there was definitely no dropping deep and getting the ball and yeah. there was – we definitely lacked, I think – yeah, Nick's just sort of overloaded the midfield where we would normally have Cummings dropping deep and we just missed that. Yeah, making an completely. extra man and, and mm. getting on the ball and bringing us all forward and pushing them all back. That's the key. Yeah. Do we – like I like conspiracy theories, right? But do, do we do we think there's anything sus there with Cummings not being there? Was he actually sick? Well, yeah. I mean, that's um, that's an interesting one because uh, the the official word on the club's socials was was that he was unwell. Um, but Vuka said mm. in his post game that he was uh, had a small small injury. A small injury was the words that he said. So, look, tinfoil hats at the ready. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to start anything. But <laughs> I think you just uh, have. <laughs> looks. I mean, looks like he's been enjoying himself. And as long as the footballing is still good, then I don't care what he does. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, I, yeah, I just hope he's not too relaxed. Mm. Opens phone, I'll put looks it that for way. training pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, I think um, you know, if, if, if there's anyone that's going to keep someone in line, it, it's Monty. Yeah, I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of him yeah. or the vibe manager. or. <laughs> yeah, well, great point. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Look at this. Look at this. Look at it. 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 Looking back uh, to uh, our last, well, not our last game, our, our previous last game, I suppose, uh, we travelled down to Campbelltown back on the 13th of January, Freaky Friday, uh, and things did get a bit freaky, of course. Uh, your Central Coast Mariners getting the chockies in a 2-1 victory. Uh, Marco Tullio kicking things off very early there in the fourth minute. Great to be down in uh, upper northern suburbs of the 
Australian capital. <coughs> it's so far away. Oh, it's so fucking far. An annoying I hate place. Campbelltown, man. It's very annoying. Honestly, to to. Uh, shout, out, shout out to Andrew Thurman. I'm sorry, but I fucking hate Campbelltown. <laughs> I mean, people say our stadium's not a real stadium because it hasn't got all sides, but have you seen that place? Oh, it hasn't really got any sides. So like, bad. it doesn't count. Before we dive into this game, what did they announce the crowd as? Like 4,000 or something, wasn't it? They must have counted. 3 9, I think it was. Like <laughs> they counted that. everyone in the stadium, in the league's club, on the train going in the past. Suburbs, the, ha- the people in the houses next to the ground. Like, there was. There was Two thousand tops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tops. That's maxing it out. I was, I was honestly <laughs> legit. I think I said up at the ground like twelve hundred, mm, yeah. possibly counting fingers, eh? <laughs> yeah, for sure, mm. for sure. But yeah, then heads. Yeah, and heads. <laughs> but yeah, this this was like a game of two halves, wasn't it? It was um, mm. great start, really good goal by Tulio. Hilarious mistake by Uzcock. Um <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, the HMS big fella. Yep. Could, couldn't happen to a nicer bloke. <laughs> yep. Um, really good finish though by Tulio, which I think that was kind of underrated. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then I thought we're playing very well. Another really good goal by Cummings. Um, right foot does exist. Yeah. He had a couple of couple of uh, efforts off his right foot as well in this mm. one. The old scuff left foot into Wuscock one two <laughs> was right that foot. very fortuitous in the end. Wasn't very it? nice, yeah. very nice. Totally meant that. Absolutely played off him. I'm yeah. off, and I mean, even though he hit it with his right, even though it's gone in, it still looks so awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought some of the football we played in that first half was up there with some of the best that we've played. Yeah, all season I think. Yeah, probably we probably up there with that Wanderers away game. Um, well, was this the one? Oh, they all the, blend into each other, but this was the, the Tulio flick over the top yeah. and the back heels from Benny and Rue and all of that. Cummings yes, with the left was. foot yep. on the end yep. of it. That's some of the best A-League play this year. If yep. Cummings had put that in, that was goal of the season. Exactly. Marinalona. Marinalona. <laughs> <laughs> the coaching staff were frothing on that so hard too. Like you just have a look at the socials like across Instagram. Um, Serge and Monty and all the guys are all posting that across their stories. Just going, look at this, Marinalona. It's so good. <laughs> uh, it's no, just like watching Brazil. Pretty to yeah, it was good. It was Red watching hot. Brazil. Yeah. Red hot. And, you know, hopefully we made MacArthur look like a bit of a uh, pub team. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Too soon or not? <laughs> I'd rate it. <laughs> Sorry. The start of the downfall after oh. 13 games. But <laughs> can we can we lay claim to getting another coach sacked? Yeah, why not? Yeah, let's, all right. Let's, we're claiming let's it. Do it. Yep. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, definitely game two halves. And then the second half was probably the most stressful 45 minutes of my life because oh. it just felt like we could not keep the ball. I never want to see Fagani again in oh. the flesh. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was the worst across, performance ever. Across the 90 minutes, oh. just some of the worst I've seen in a long time. I know I know what you're going to say. No, I, I know, to, I know I what you're going to say. I have to address the comment. <laughs> Individual decisions aside from Mr. Evans and Mr. Ames, okay. <laughs> um, across 90 minutes of a full game, including just general free kicks and play and whatever, that is what... It what, was. Oh, I mean, it was, you, it was fucking awful, it and was he's been bad. steadily getting worse. I remember yeah. when he first came to the league, and he was actually decent. I rated yeah, him was, our best. Yeah, he was. I, he was I like, like a referee that lets the game flow, but there's a point where it's, <laughs> it can't dude, turn into rugby. No, yeah. and it was nearly and, and just, it it was just into, a free for all by the yeah, end. It plays into this tactic. They were insipid in the first half as as much as we were good, and then in the second half they clearly came out with the intent to kick us. Mm. Mm. Succeeded. Fagani let them keep doing it, and it did knock us off our spot for about probably 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. But I thought we actually turned that around a bit towards the end, notwithstanding that they had scored. Um, so I didn't really think it was such a horrendous performance from us. It was that Fagani helped them with a tactic which was pretty much pub team tactic 
Um, yeah. <laughs> well, let's be well, honest. He said it, so. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, you know, the t- go out there and kick them, boys. Is, you know, what my over 35. Let, let them know you're there. <laughs> let them know you're there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's what they did, and they got away with it. So. Uh. Um, but I th- yeah, it was nice to see us actually not give it up and uh, mm. s- stay in the ring, not get knocked out, and yep. uh, we could have put another one on them late. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, you know, we it's not we, like we, we were without our chances. Yeah, yeah, we talk about how poor we were, but if we were just more, more clinical in that second half, you know, Bruce had two very good chances. Mm. Um, you know, one of those goes in, and, and three ones a very different scoreline. We potentially could have had one or two penalties right there. Oh, the yeah. the, the younger <laughs> one that was a hundred fucking million percent penalty. <laughs> Uh, yes. I don't know what planet we're on sometimes with these refs. Yep. It's not the last we're going to speak about it either. So <laughs> strap in, strap in and strap on. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Oh, very good. There's a lot of love in this room today, isn't mm, there? That's good. Um, I was really actually looking forward at this game to catching up with uh, with Matt Miller, of course, uh, former <laughs> Mariners right back Matt Miller. But some, for some reason, he wouldn't come anywhere near us. So. No, he oh. decided to score up the other end, which was... <laughs> Lucky for him. Even when he was playing on our side of the pitch, you know, he normally loves bombing forward overlapping yep. as well, but um, refused. he would not go past halfway. No. <laughs> Any ideas why? I heard he cried last time. <laughs> <laughs> Just a rumour. Oh. Now Whoa. you remind me about their goal. A miss kick, a that scramble so that no one gross. can get to. Like, that is, I the think miss, that is the miss kick from Arzani, which for yeah. some reason some people think he's bloody Ronaldo. Like, I get <laughs> No way. He's complete, the most overrated footballer in the a league. Complete shank. Yeah. And yeah, Miller was the only one who could randomly be in the place where he could get a crack at it. It was just yeah. horrible. It was, very it was a shitty goal to concede from out. We yeah, talk about goal of, of the season. That was shit goal of the season. Very <laughs> pub goal vibes to it, huh? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to go away, is it? <laughs> Good. I mean, I hope you said that too. I hope that's legitimate. I'm sure it is. There's enough. Wit- there was enough eyewitnesses in the room. I think that it. For it to come out the way it is, it seems seems quite consistent. Feels like it's going to go down in folklore, the same as Aurelio's pissant town with Adelaide. It's yeah, like <laughs> yeah. MacArthur, yeah. MacArthur pub team, Adelaide pissant town. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to try it, but I can hear it, hear his accent saying, <laughs> "I'm not going to try it." But. Yeah, I, I I think he wanted to have his Alex Ferguson moment, and he like, like throw a throw a boot at someone. Yeah, he just wanted to go on a rant and just address it and just uh, com- completely yeah. smash him. Yep. because that's what he obviously saw during his playing days and either the players couldn't cop it or the owner couldn't cop it for whatever reason the fucking bloody CEO's in the room after the game at an away game which is uh, another weird thing altogether but yeah well, he 13 did that, games he did that we hardly knew ye he did that he did that here as well the CEO so they had a pre-season game up here um, back when uh, who was the previous manager um, yep Ante yep yep Milicic uh, when Milicic was in charge um, but it was back when all the vaccine sort of restrictions were in place and um, because Milicic hadn't had the jab at that point in time, uh, he couldn't be on the sideline. So the CEO took control and installed himself as uh, the faux sporting director as well <laughs> and came storming into the sheds and yeah, it was a whole fucking mess apparently. Red hot. Red hot, mm, that club. What a good club. Mm. <laughs> Hook it to my veins. Hook could never be my club. <laughs> Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore. At the end of that. <laughs> We've had our moments. No. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And I don't think there's a more appropriate cutaway than uh, than that. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes maybe shit indeed. Uh, 
Sunday afternoon, and I hate these 1 p.m. kickoffs. So let me just yeah. start off with that. Uh, Wellington 2, your Mariners 1. I put in the group chat before this game, I just didn't have a good feeling about this game. <laughs> I don't know why. I just was not, uh, yeah, was not very confident. Um, the two first halves were complete opposites in these games. First half, MacArthur yep. were incredible. First half against Wellington, we were not good. Not good. We, we, we just looked a bit leggy. So sluggish, so so Just far off the pace. Very leggy and, and slow. I, I think some of that contribution was also, and you know, full credit to Wellington, they are a good side. They're, they're up there, probably top four with us. They look City, great, they look great um, at home. Yeah. They look fantastic at home. And yeah. surely we think that, the, that, that we or, or some have underrated their performance in this game because I thought they were great. Yeah. And I think just their energy was almost what won them the game in the first half. Yeah. We, Combined we just, we with just their could not fans' energy, there was a lot of fan energy. You could feel it almost from over here. There always and, is, yeah. And, yeah. and more because of the big win in the um, dub game before, was it? Yeah. yeah. yeah they so, won 5-0. Yeah, so there was a lot of elation around in that stadium and a lot of emotion and... And uh, they really carried the team a bit too. I, I think we, even I felt that I'm underestimating a little bit how hard it is to go to Wellington and come up against a team that's in form and a bunch of fans that are excited. It's hard. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, credit to Wellington for their part in it. Um, but we were slow in the first half, slow yeah. play. Yeah, we just couldn't get really anything going that looked like we sort of normally did. Um, yeah, I just think their pressure in the midfield and the way they just overloaded it and they, they were just they were just all over us. And there was some somehow finding a way to double up on everyone. It was like they had twenty two. They had like an extra there. four people on the field. Yeah. yeah. It was they were everywhere, not including the ref. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I think I think half time being down two 0 was probably yeah, deserved. And you know, sort of even as Monty said, they yeah, they come out firing, you know, home crowd, good team, they have a good coach. It's it's they're starting to sort of uh, all pull it together. The only chance I can think of that we had in the first half was Roos. Remember when Roos kind of got away and got in some space and then took too long to release Silvera? I felt like that was our only real half chance of the first half. Mm. That sounds like Roos in the last month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just not getting the ball away quick enough. Yeah, a lot of energy, no. but not quite the quality that is needed on the end of it, and that is what is the difference between him and Cummings at this moment. Yeah. It's a pretty massive difference. But if you want to play in the game of pub teams, then uh, you send Roos out there to bash up a few central defenders. So uh, it's a legitimate, you know, thing for us to do. But, mm. but yeah, I'd like to see a bit more quality from him. Mm. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, the two goals. Well, let's, let's Where talk do we about, start? Let, let's let's, <laughs> Where do we let's start? start with the first one. Um, actually, yeah, let's start with the, uh, the Alex Rufa goal. Um, onside, offside. Well, does anyone know the answer? Because <laughs> we haven't seen anything. Send us send us a picture if anyone's got the lines. <laughs> I'd like and to that, go... I'd, well, someone draw on their screen. Firstly, I'd <laughs> like to go even further back and say it never should have got to that point because of the enormous flop from uh, Tim Payne in their own half in the lead-up. Mm. Was he even touched? It was uh, not even touched by Silvera so and they get a free dive. kick. Yeah. yeah, so took a dive. Ref, ref's looking straight at it. I don't, know, I don't know what she sees in that, that it's a free kick. They get a free kick. They go up the other end and score. And... Yeah, to me, I, I've done my best to pause it on the moment when when the ball comes across the roofer, and from the angle that I've seen on the coverage, he, he looks he he has to be off. He has to be it's offside. Be. Yeah, you can't actually be. see the limb or the piece of him that is because of the angle. But you, but it it's got to be his head. He's, he's got when to have you his look at it somewhere and you look and across the line. He has to be off. But yeah. there, there hasn't been one replay. 
that shows there was no from re- that no angle. replay on the coverage. There was no lines done. There was no nothing. I mean, what, what are we doing? Le- you guys think, know what I think about that, don't you? <laughs> They're lying to us. There is no angles. There is no. Well, evidence. I mean, the, the camera was clearly set up because there was another moment later in the game. I think it was a Zavada goal um, that showed it from that angle, um, from the from the edge of the eighteen or in line with the eighteen yard box. Um, so obviously the camera was set up. But positioning-wise and the ability to have angles that we're not seeing and the ability to put those lines onto it, is any of that in New Zealand? It's not totally related to just this game. There's been a history there where when we go over there we never see any evidence of any decision and and it becomes, you know, call me a conspiracy theorist, but... You're a conspiracy theorist. Thanks for that. (laughs) But at the end of the day, if you can't show us the evidence, then you can't convince me. Simple as that. So, you know, come on, Poora Mount. (laughs) Show us, a, show us a screenshot, Muppets. They can't even get the streaming to work, let alone a screenshot or the proper replays. Get like, started, I'm going to have another tantrum. Yeah, you're asking too much. That later. You're asking too <laughs> much. It's not going to be the Moz rant, it's going to be the Pete rant. <laughs> I have my go about it. <laughs> I'll have another crack there. Yeah, play on, play on. But, yeah, I, I think that they've got to be showing us the evidence there. And uh, mm. having said that, as you started with, we were our own worst enemy in that period. Mm. And I'm happy to be proven wrong that he was on, but show me the evidence yeah. that clearly shows it. Release the tapes. Release the tapes. <laughs> 100%. They don't exist. Uh, it was uh, 10 minutes of madness, or not even 10 minutes. Uh, Zavada, of course, getting the second goal, sending the Phoenix into raptures uh, in the first half there. Cheated. Tulio <laughs> clearly fouled in the build-up. <laughs> I mean, 100% Tulio, that is... A stonewall foul. What? You can't all, go all back that far. Oh, hang on. <laughs> all we want is consistency, right? That That's all we want. If if we decide that we can't go back that far, then that's all good. But we've already had one chalked off against us earlier in the season, yeah. as we all know. The Nisbet goal against the Jets, they pull it back to inside their half mm. for a handball, which potentially could have been a foul on us for a high boot. Mm-hmm. And then they chalk off the goal. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between that, you know, besides maybe 30 metres, in that when you look at the rules of VAR when it comes to how far back you can go, how the play can reset, all that sort of stuff, how much of an opportunity, how much of an opportunity have they got to reset? Then, yes, we had the opportunity to reset. That was pretty dodgy defending from our part for the goal, right? No arguments there. I agree. But. So did the Jets in that game, and we still got our goal chalked off. Yeah, uh, so I just want consistency. That's 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 all I want. Yeah, and you're not going to get it. I mean, that's, no. that's a very that's a very cute sentiment. But and this is uh, the problem where I I'm firmly of the belief you should have the same person in the VAR every game, every game. using the same equipment, every game, the same camera setups, except the for same Jordan. angles. <laughs> yeah, all good ends. Yeah, have like seriously have the same one or two people. Mm. In the VAR at all times. KGJ every yeah. week. Because you probably can't have one person every single game because <laughs> someone has to have a day off or whatever. But no, no make, annual leave, make no it, leave. <laughs> make it as consistent as you can instead of chopping and changing it because you're still going to have interpretations of the rules and all this sort of stuff. At least if we get one interpretation, whether it's hopefully right most of the time, if they get it wrong, they're going to be mildly consistent, but mm. they'll get it right and that will also be consistent. That goal like, that we had chalked off against us has probably come back to bite us uh it's sort of doubled up on us in some ways because obviously we had it chalked off against us and then they probably had a referees meeting and said you can't go back to that first phase of play <laughs> yeah probably and yeah, no doubt had that not happened then maybe this one 
would would have been chalked off. Yeah, and then, it, and then it goes all the way back to well, the referee on the field should be <laughs> should be calling the foul <laughs> in the first place. Uh, Casey so. was was quite poor in this game, and I, I, I'm usually a fan of her refereeing, mm. um, but um, she made some made some made some howlers in this one. The odd, uh, the storm root penalties. Yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Jesus. And go. The the can of worms has been opened. I mean, it was clear it was outside. Oh, in in a, real time, I mean, it was in it? a different postcode. Like he made that challenge in Auckland. <laughs> 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 it was. I thought it was pretty clear. I, I'm. I think Storm knew what he was doing, and he thought I have to make the challenge, otherwise he's in here. And he knew it would be outside, so that's why he made the challenge. And you know, he took the risk of you know potentially. Conceding a dogzo opportunity, which could then lead to a red card, which thankfully it didn't. But the fact that one, she called the penalty, and then number two, it took so long on VAR and so many looks to work out that it was outside, whether they were looking at the dogzo or not, I'm not sure. But then you got the co commentator who oh, has, fuck. Is, it's penalty. It's is the worst person in history. All right, let's get that <laughs> out there. And I'm not overstating it. How many times do you have to watch the replay? before you realise that it's outside. And he was convinced while the replay was on the screen that it was inside. What are you watching? So <laughs> what the are you watching? I'm pretty sure the angle he was looking from at that coverage was... Oh, no. Oh, like, and apology, <laughs> apologies oh. for the language, but f*** me. Yeah, we're swearing a this bit today, sorry. This guy was genuinely, genuinely atrocious. And you know, I was saying, saying off air before, normally I can, I can tolerate Piney. Pony, I think, you know, yep. as yep. passionate and as one-eyed as he is towards the Phoenix, um, is is generally a decent caller of the game. This guy made me want to drive a f- driver. <laughs> he was Jesus. Yeah, I, there's biased, and then there's that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I muted it at a half time, and I did not unmute it for the rest of the game. I watched the entire second half on mute because I could not. I could not handle it anymore. It, it's just... I was already in a bad mood. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I get that they're the only team in the country and they, they basically do all the coverage, you know, for them. But you can't you can't be doing a bloody Archie Thompson, you know, when the victory are playing and start going we and us and all that sort of stuff. That's not it. That's not coverage. Mm. That's you work for Wellington. Phoenix TV. <laughs> yeah, it's Phoenix TV. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of that, you know, I watch a bit of Celtic TV and that. And as much as I am a, a Hoops fan, I, I can't stand the commentary on Celtic <laughs> TV. It's so bad, man. Yeah, but if you if that's what and you're this, doing, this then was you, worse than that. You're you're well within your rights to be going us and we and and yeah, yeah, be yeah. as biased as you want. Yeah, but you're not. I imagine you're, me you're calling an NPL game. Coverage. Imagine yeah. me calling an NPL game like Mariners Academy game and yeah. against Western Sydney or something like that. Going we and us yes. and yeah. 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 <laughs> our Mariners are doing really well here. Yeah, it's no. painful. Yeah. That's really unprofessional. It's to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that's that's. Yeah, the biggest part of it. Are we a professional yeah. league or are we not? Yeah. I mean, even the, even the presenter at, uh, in, the, in the halftime show, I don't think he was the same as the co-commentator. Um, but he guy. said, yeah, it was. Yeah, He said something like, um, oh, the Mariners, the so-called entertainers of the league, are getting absolutely dominated by your Wellington Phoenix or something like that. Oh, the Sky Sport coverage. You realise this is going to another country? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give it a fucking break. Rough. Anyone Rough. think that the ref needs to be brought over for a decision about whether or not um, a tackle's in the box or no. not? No. Why can't the VAR just make the decision? Make the call. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's black and white, like offside. It, it probably has to be the same. Mm. Make the call. And what of dogs, though? I know we're split on this a little bit in this room. The potential for he stays on his feet, the tackle doesn't happen, does he... 
get a shot without a defender being able to get I think, to block? I think honestly, I think he gets the shot away before Caltac comes across. But um, could you I say it's clear and obvious? No, that's exactly right. If he's if he's given the red card in the first place, like if there was no penalty and he's given the red card for Dogso, I don't think he gets overturned. That's probably right. But yeah. I don't think you can give him a red card on review. It's no, because I think he enough. can slide in and cover the far post. Yeah, it's, don't it's, start talking it's, about bookers in the near post. It's, the far post. I'm it's sure. slightly <laughs> too wide for Dogzo for me, me but too. it's but it's borderline. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how calculated a risk it was for Storm, but it was a risk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't I know don't, how don't, much he actually yeah. thought about it, but it was it was a risky tackle to make. Either it is. the potential for the penalty or the potential for a dog's. I mean, it's a tackle. It had to be made. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, we got absolutely burned for that goal from smoke. Well, sorry from like in the lead up to that, we got smashed. Yeah. Down wide, a few one twos for Wellington, and then you know. They were in. So Faz, they, and this Faz is, on the left. This is what. Yeah, well, I mean, he was he was getting doubled up on every single time. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't have a, his greatest day at the office. I mean, he wasn't shockingly bad, um, but it is tough when you get doubled up on as a fullback. Yeah. It is yeah. super tough. And he wasn't getting much help. No doubt about. If you take out our thoughts on the goals, that we did not deserve to be ahead at halftime. So. <laughs> no way. No um, but yeah, in the second half, and you know whether whether it's down to them starting to sit back a little bit, whatever you want to put it down to, we did create a little bit more. We potentially you know, could have made more of our chances going forward, but it, it just wasn't our day. It just I feel as if Monty put a rocket up in the sheds at halftime. I would hope he so, would, yeah. He would not have been very happy with that performance. Yeah. But the and damage you, was done, wasn't yeah. it, in the yeah. first half? Coming um, from yeah. 2-0 down away from home in the second half is always hard. With a massive crowd of enthusiastic people behind you and with a lot of momentum that they've got and they are a good side. Yeah, so. and they were playing a really high-pressure game and you can't do that for 90 minutes. No. So they were eventually going <laughs> to sit back and tire out and that's what they did. We, we just we just couldn't, we pushed, couldn't break it down. We pushed and pushed and pushed and got that one little consolation goal yeah. at the end, but it just, yeah. And we don't, and you know, we, we don't necessarily play well against teams that, that sit, sit back, back because yeah. our game plan is to is to build up slow and try and invite some kind of a press and then to play through the press. And, hard. and that's yep. what we tried to do that in the first half. We just couldn't cope with their pressure. Mm. And then if, you know, very similar to the Newcastle game uh, here where they pretty much dominated. Um, they didn't press once they got the lead and then we struggled to get anything sort of moving going forward because we need the teams to press us to make the space then to try and play through it. And there was a few dodgy moments in that first half mm. in the Wellington <laughs> game where there was a few balls given away in pretty bad areas and we probably rode our luck to be honest, a little bit, but in the second half, if they're not going to come at us, that's when we struggle. So that's that's something that we need to fix because if, you know, when teams get a comfortable lead like that um, and we get any sort of a sniff, if we don't take the chance, the longer it goes on, um, the more they're going to sit back and the more we struggle. Mm, mm. It, it feels like um, we maybe didn't have anyone out there who was capable of really picking that lock. Um, mm. As you say, when teams sit back like that, you got you got to have that moment of magic. I mean, Marco Tullio's capable of it. Um, Theo Horace, when he came on, looked yep. like he was um, maybe maybe had that capability in his locker as well. Yeah, um, and that you know that, back to that world he goes in. As well? Yeah, Sorry. and you know, like that that world he goes in that went off the uh, crossbar. <laughs> it's probably a completely different game for the last fifteen minutes or whenever it was when 100%. he had that chance. Yeah, um, and we may get something out of it, but yeah. 
Too little, too late in the end. Too little. Too Frustrating late. game all around. Nearly a Vooker uh, adventure there. Oh, how good was that? <laughs> when he's in full sprint, I don't know why, and all respect to Vooker, Jesus looks funny. When he's when he's in full run. <laughs> he looked he looked like he was moving quick, but... He, he needs a running on. coach or something just to fix the style. <laughs> yeah, the, the or technique, I'm not sure Get Usain Bolt back. <laughs> get him back to coach Vooker on how to run. No. Mm. And then, of course, we had the uh, Triantis sale thing at the end. Oh, pretty, yeah, uh, the old all-in at the end was yeah. um, interesting. Yeah, so for anyone who yeah. didn't didn't see what what actually happened to sort of spark that, um, Sale's gone to, to clear a ball upfield. Well, not clear it, he's kicked it out of it his a, hands. Yeah. Um, for some reason, Triantis has decided to, to try and charge it down. And um, What was he doing up there anyway? Is <laughs> another question. He was the other player on up an there. Adventure. Oh, Monty's gone full Graham Arnold and sent the centre-backs up. All out of touch. It's not unprecedented. Yeah. Triantis has played up front before. He has got in the Australia Cup. Cup. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes. I think he played about four positions that night. He did. Left back, right back. T- <laughs> number nine. With uh, a hamstring he problem. He played a 10 for a bit as well. Yeah, and, yeah. It was everywhere, mate. <laughs> Yeah. There's nothing he can't do. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, Sale was claiming that Triantis had, had clipped him and left his boots in on him. And then Sale goes and drops the shoulder into his chest and drops him. Yeah, which which was, I mean, the cameraman couldn't have panned away, panned away quick enough. So there's no like... Phoenix, there's Phoenix no cameraman. Cam- <laughs> yeah. We there's saw no camera evidence. Sale was going straight at him. You can see it. And there was a few Knicks fans that said, yeah, Triantis definitely hit the deck. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Put the, it's the end of the game. I, I don't really Tensions care about that sort yeah. of shit anymore. But yeah, good old Ollie Sale likes likes to be the main character. Seems to exactly like I said on on you know socials after the game. There's how many fucking times this season has he been at the center of? Yeah, of, he's always trying to start something. Yeah, yeah. He loves to involve himself, especially yeah. after full time. Yeah, he's an absolute shit house. Yeah, he is. Yeah, which you know, if he was on my team. Love I'd it, take but it, but you know what? It's Fuck the you. old Matty Simon effect. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's if he's on your team, you love it. If you play against it, then Scott Brown. Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. Bruni. So, yeah, there was a few there. The old uh, bench clearer, a few uh, assistant coaches involved, and bits and pieces of good fun happening. But everyone from Wellington was on the pitch. The interns, volunteers. <laughs> yeah. Operations manager Ball apparently. Yeah. yeah. Stretcher yeah. bearers were on there. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Bloody, what's his name? Um, Sean Gill or Simon Gill or whatever his Sean name is. Uh, head yeah. of strategy. Yeah. Head of strategy or operations or whatever it was. Didn't look like a good strategy call. <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> <laughs> strategy call. <laughs> 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 Needs to review that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, having a little uh, tête-à-tête with um, uh, yeah Sergio with at one point, or yeah oh, Monty, yeah. and then Sergio, and then Sash, and yeah whoever else wanted to get involved. It's um, great viewing. I was screaming at the I TV. I even saw the uh, bloody co-commentator was on there. <laughs> <laughs> Up yours, Mariners. <laughs> I'm going to do post-game now. So, uh, <laughs> no, but I mean you know Knicks are a good side. I, I'm there's there's no uh, yeah, take nothing away from them. There's yeah. no throwing the uh, toys out of the cot or anything. Table still looks good. All results in the last probably two weeks have, for the most part, gone our way just about. Really, <laughs> yeah. City you know, city drawing with Brisbane, Wanderers drawing with the Jets. Um, the results the weekend before went our way. There was a lot of draws that kept um, a lot of the teams away from us, which is good. Mm. And, yeah, the table's still looking good, all to play for. This just manages our expectations a bit, doesn't it? Because we yeah. last when we played Adelaide, I was like, well, if we can win this game, then that tells me that I think we can be a top two side. We get, went down to Macarthur, can we win away? Yes, we can. Mm. Can we win in Wellington? 
Mm, not quite. So mm. let's just Which I think it. a lot of teams will struggle. Yeah. You know, let's to just win manage that so. expectation that we're about to take the premiership off City at this stage and uh, push yep. forward game at a time. And I think we can get there, to be honest, because uh, based on what I saw over there, I reckon we can tail them up at home. Mm. Yeah. And we've had our two Wellington away trips, so they're gone. We don't have to do it. Sad, I didn't season. get to do one this year. Yeah, I know. Flights couldn't afford are way too expensive. Yeah. $6 million dollars one way. Yeah, it's a little bit too much for me to justify this year. But, um, yeah, no, I think we'll, we'll do them at home. Um, like I said, Nick's, they look fantastic at home. Um, but they're three on the bounce now, so fair play. Yep. Oh, they did well and they hung in there and they played smart, so you can't knock them. No. And isn't it kind of funny to say that they and Perth are probably the two form sides of the comp at the moment? <laughs> yeah, probably right. Yeah. Can't wait for the distance derby. Ruben Guardiola. Who are a Isningley Ute they OSK Ubuffet Oddcast Bay? Well, let's uh, talk about uh, some of the other matchups in round, uh, what are we, round 13 now, I think, of uh, your beautiful uh, Liga. Friday night, uh, Adelaide getting the chocolates over MacArthur 1-0. A couple of reds as well, a bit of spice. Azani came on and flopped and dived around and couldn't find any, couldn't <laughs> find a MacArthur equaliser, which was fun to watch. Would have been lovely to watch. Thanks, Paramount. <laughs> yeah, oh, here we go. Here we go. Wind him up. Oh, Wind mate, him up. I was Wind so up. looking forward. So I went out for dinner with the missus, got uh, some lovely pizza at uh, at Sorrento's uh, out at Empire Bay. If you haven't been there, it's absolutely fucking brilliant. Best pizza on the coast, hands down. Um, highly recommend it. Again, this show is in no way sponsored by Sorrento's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just love their... Yes, I've got to hit up Molly's Seafood because apparently one of our (laughs) listeners went there the other day uh, on the back of our recommendation. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll be mentioning that. When are we dining? (laughs) Sponsors, anyone? (laughs) Um, Yeah, so got home and I was like, beauty, going to watch the second half. This will be great. Looking forward to a couple of beers. Put my feet up. Watch the A-League. Open up the Apple TV. Click on the game. Nothing happens. All right, pretty standard, Paramount fucking up, no worries at all. I'll just cast it from my phone. Open up my phone, click on the button, nothing happens. All right, pretty standard, two out of three, Paramount again. Yep, no worries, let's try it on my computer. Log on on the PC, press the button, nothing fucking happens. How many devices does it take to watch... I am fucking fuming by this point, <laughs> right? I, I had a little menti B. I had a bit of a fucking tantrum. <laughs> 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 I, I Good grabbed, old Friday night menti oh, B, hey? Mate, I grabbed the Apple TV remote. I drew my arm back, nearly threw it through the TV, <laughs> threw it at the couch instead. Um, the dogs could tell that I was pissed and they went and hid in the bedroom and the missus was not impressed with my actions. And I'm like, I just want to watch it, a fucking football. It upset me that I didn't realise that this had happened until the Saturday because I'd had a big day on the Friday. And then, because if, if I'd known, then I would have wanted to send uh, a message to you, Pete, just to say, oh, it's working at my place. But because because about a month or so ago, that's what everyone said to me when it wouldn't bloody work for me. And, and, and the worst part for me was that I had literally gone and said, oh, Oh, do I really want to watch the Jets on this Friday night? I don't even watch the Jets anytime. And I thought, yep, yeah, all right, I'm going to watch the Jets. So that I sat down and it off and it wouldn't happen. I was like, what? I don't even want to watch this game and I can't see it. Yeah. So <laughs> apparently, like, they, and they haven't come out and explained it. They haven't come out and apologised or anything like that in typical Paramount. Every fashion. week. Yeah. Every week there's, there's a problem. Something. There I'm is. surprised they haven't sent out messages saying, how dare you people criticise <laughs> It's It's a shit show. It seriously is. And, I, I mean, I was glad That's to move kind. away from Fox or from KO, whatever. 
I'm oh, I miss like, it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad we're away from it for a number of reasons, but you couldn't. At least the shit worked. Yeah, it worked in 108OP. Yeah, <laughs> you could pause and rewind, and what? and you could you could watch. Admittedly, they fixed you, the replays. You could watch. Right? You could watch the game. You could now. You can watch them within at least one business day. Yeah, actually, um, yeah. No, in fairness, I mean the replays are up within you know generally yeah, every hour. Yeah, yeah, they've improved but, that. Yeah, but definitely. like, but there's still no fucking pause or rewind. You still can't watch you the can't actual watch, game. You can't watch the game live. No. Like, forget pause and rewind. I just want to watch the game. And the main tile for the last month has been a game, the first game from like last, last bloody season. season. <laughs> When Jamie McLaren has white hair. Someone on Twitter posted that the other day there at the pub. That, oh. <laughs> the pub was put on that game. The pub put on that game because it was Melbourne It was Melbourne and Brisbane, Brisbane playing. They've just hit live and it's gone from the first game to last season because <laughs> it was Melbourne and Brisbane. It's like as if they've been dragged kicking and screaming to do this coverage by someone from the APL. It's like, oh, please, please, it's like, please. Come it's, and like, it's like, we we're, it's like we're, paying, we're paying them money. And they're having to be like, oh, okay. If if, if you like, ask yeah. the APL, though, they were the only offer that we had and blah, 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 blah. Blah, yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. Fix it. How about that? Because You're if in you charge, go, you Muppets. If you go on the Paramount Facebook mm. and you read anything, any post to do with football, it is just comments <laughs> after comments after comments. <laughs> Don't after, stop yeah. that. I love it'd that. Be great. Mm. It'd be great if I could watch it. It'd be nice if it, well, that's all the comments are. Yeah. That's not good. Good. Uh, not, not good optics. We're trying to grow the game. Hello. I can't see that from America. Somebody, 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 <laughs> get off your ass and actually do something about it. You like, know, these guys were were in the bidding for for the APL rights as well. Yeah, like, mm. Didn't they bid for the They tried to get the big bash or something. They tried to get the rights. I think they tried to get the AFL as well. Yeah. So like they, they they've clearly got the money to throw around, but they haven't got the money to fix whatever these basic basic problems. issues. Can I are. say one of the things that weirds me out is that they have the FA Cup, yes. Paramount, yep, and the do. coverage is actually okay, notwithstanding no um, pause or you rewind. know pause or rewind. Mm. Then it never screws up like the A League does, and it seems to be a higher quality delivery to me. Another conspiracy. I'm all about conspiracies <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to football. Anyway. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that maybe ties into the to the outsourced sort of outside broadcast uh, crew that they use on match days in the A-League then. Yes, agreed. The quality of those webcams that they stick <laughs> up in the stand behind me. I saw them at JB Hi-Fi the other day. Yeah. <laughs> on hey, sale? 40 bucks. On sale. <laughs> 40% off. They're big. Stick I'll up give webcam. Them that. <laughs> yeah. oh, they're big. I'll give them that. And they've got a nice tripod. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded oddly... No, <laughs> I love how I say things innocently. You guys read that stuff into it beautifully. Let it go through to the keeper. Yeah, Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Don't leave it when it's on the stumps, though. No, true. True. Which is exactly what Paramount continually fucking do. Uh, moving across to Saturday, Western United won Sydney. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. A Diamante wonder goal. I mean, this game was shit. Except for it was deserve that goal. Watching fucking old men run around in bloody Hobart for an hour and a half was not enjoyable with eight people there. (laughs) Except for Diamante, he should have been here eight years ago. Whenever it was, he was offered the victory, and then the FFA Mm. decided to knock it back. Thanks for that. Didn't have enough social media followers. Oh my god! I thought they had a big crowd. Wasn't that was that a MacArthur crowd count record? Hobart deserved a better game than that. Hobart yeah, is a team, man. And yeah, yeah. Team. Well, True. Western United have got this link there with them. Southern, do they? Western for the ninety fourth Southern Tasmania United, the ninety fourth home ground they've used in yeah. three seasons or whatever. <laughs> but it was it was a shit game between two average teams, and but that goal, whew, 
Yeah, Wolf. I'm not, I'll, I'll say better than Tulio's. Really? Yeah. Mm, I'm not 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 in that yeah. camp. I'm not convinced. Really? Yeah. As I, good I, as I think I'll he's go on. There. I think he's on a bit more of an angle, and he's got yeah, a defender sort of in front of him where the goal is, and he, it's more of a it's more of a it's more of a stab than sort of a put the, the laces. Yeah, yeah. It, it's. I I think do it's we, better. Do we have I to put a bit better. of blame on Redmayne for that one? Oh, you always put the blame on the goalkeeper yeah. when you score from 40 yards out, for sure. <laughs> I mean, two minds about retro round. We'll come back to retro round a bit later, but I've got a match-worn Redders jersey, of course. Oh, you've got to wear it. <laughs> it's so tempting, hey? <laughs> I might wear my Liam Reddy goalkeeper jersey. It's pretty faded and tattered because I used to wear it at Soccer Flies all the time when I played in net there. So <laughs> That's what retro round's all about. Yeah, yeah. I also have a match-worn merger jersey, though. So, so that's coming out. It may well be, yeah, yeah if I can squeeze Just back into it. have, like, three shirts Actually, and swap them each Don't we get to talk about this later? Yeah, we're going to ask us about it. Yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah, have a good chat about <laughs> it. Uh, moving back to the rest of the round, uh, Brisbane nil, Melbourne City nil. This uh, was a bit favourable for us. Brisbane doing their thing again, just Brisbane not conceding you, goals. Yeah. Brisbane are not that bad. Yeah. For, for what I thought, they would be easily bottom last or bottom two. Um, even with Charlie Austin, really. But that... that Warren Moon, you know, to be fair, has, has just made them really hard to score against. And if, if you're going to start anywhere, that's where you start with because that's obviously going to keep you in games. If they sign a decent striker, mm. they'll be all right. Yeah. They, they just – they can't – you can't – they're hard to score against, but they haven't – Don't score. They haven't scored many either. Because so. they're, they're 10 and 10 after 13 games. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, I, I picked him as – him or Zadko as first coach sacked, so. And that you could also beat me. him in a fight. So, I yeah, mean, I'd still beat him in a fucking fight. <laughs> <laughs> he left, right, good. Don't night. question that. Yeah. Straight to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if they sign a decent striker, if they find some goals, they'll be all right. And this is why I feel that, you know, it's at every level of the game, teams that can score goals reasonably freely and have those different versati- versatilities around their front end, they're going to be the teams that compete. That's why we're competing because we're scoring freely and it's why they will be mid-table unless they change the way they're attacking because they can't score um, enough and, and that will be hard. But, yeah, they will turn some teams over or get some draws and get some points and they'll have, um, you know, statistics like 10 and 10, um, whereas I'm hoping we won't have 10 and 10. Um, and, you know, it's, it's all about scoring, isn't it? And we've got them in, what, two, three weeks away, which will Up be there. a good test for us. It'll be a struggle for Definitely. sure because if they, if they decide to sit back against us then that's what we tend to struggle against. So if they do that from the outset, which you would hope a team playing at home won't, but um, if I'm Warren Moon and I still don't have a decent striker or still not really picking up any goals... That's what I'm doing. They did make a signing though. I think it was I think it was a, a winger from somewhere. Can't remember who though. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. He is going to lead with that though, isn't he? He's going to put him out there for ten or fifteen minutes and stay and say, keep the plug in the bath. And mm. then after that, we'll see whether or not we want to press him a bit and see if we can get one out of him. Yeah. Um, test out their defence a little. So It'll be a tricky one for us, but I'm, I still feel confident. I didn't come out of last weekend's game with any kind of doom and gloom about our future or present, to be honest. Of course, the Late Late Show on Saturday night there over in Perth at Macedonia Park. Perth Glory 3, Melbourne, lol. <laughs> Let's try Sydney, to do it. Sydney and Victory both being a lol team now oh is my, so good. What a timeline. Hook it to my veins. The, the bottom three being Sydney, Scum and Victory just brings me so much joy. Yeah. I saw yeah. I saw yeah. a tweet or something from a couple of days ago. The, the 
top three and the bottom four is completely flipped from I think it was like maybe four seasons ago or something. Yeah, right. It's completely back to front now. Which, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's the right Interesting. way. I mean, uh, yeah. that's football, though. It's cyclical, you know. Yeah, it's, of course. And and you know, no no team is a better, I guess, demonstrator of that than us. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, victory are genuinely awful this season. Yeah, not not good. And they might find and themselves like normally. What I think of with Sydney and Melbourne is that they have the ultimate ability to turn things around. Something we don't have. We can't just go out and spend money to try and turn things around. Mm. Well, neither can Melbourne Victory at the moment. So mm-hmm. no, well, and no <laughs> signs of them actually turning this around. I'm, I'm expecting it to continue into next season if they don't do something drastic. It feels like this is what they did initially with Popovich when he first sort of come in. It was like clear out all the dead wood, spend a bunch of money, get all new signings, and it worked a little bit initially. But he still has got sort of the base of that team and hasn't gotten any better. No, well, and now D'Agostino's gone. Yeah, well, he's good yeah. to leave. Yeah, they that, sold Dag- their best that. striker <laughs> for and just went see her when they're in last. Yeah, when they're so, I mean, you can't really telling. stop him. Like, he would have wanted to go 100%. Oh, I'd be but getting but it's they, they need the cash as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and they've in, become in, a bit like other clubs now rather than being the big bully boss who's got all the coins. Yeah. How does it feel to be poor? Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the, apparently the entire organisation is in shambles from top to bottom there. So, But interestingly, with the D'Agostino move, we did hear um, that just after Victory announced it, he hadn't completed his medical. Oh, yeah. The contract hadn't been signed by Viking. Viking had actually asked um, Victory to hold off making the announcement there. Mm. So And they, they went full on, do the video, do the <laughs> post, he's gone, and nothing had even been signed. Yeah. So inter- I don't know if that's them trying to force a move through because they are that desperate for cash. Mm. They are one of the clubs that has apparently taken several loans from the APL to stay afloat. So, And they've got a guy like Economides who's allegedly on a million bucks a season and does what? Kicks people in the chest and gets red carded? Like, does nothing. <laughs> he is it's going well. Adds zero Big value. Yeah, he's he is another Azar for me. Nani on on two point six mil or whatever he is. Yeah, Jesus, his his salary is more than we spend um, yeah. on the entire squad. And even before the ACL, I don't think he was good. No, what, what yeah, did what he add? Return? Did, I think, don't think he scored that. a goal. He got one assist. Was it the assist against Sydney in like round one or round and two? And that's that was it. the only goal contribution he, he won, made. He won a penalty as well. I think. So yeah. glad oh, I never yes. brought him into my fantasy team. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I had him in my fantasy team for about two weeks. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> I was worried yeah. about him. I him for economies. Yeah. Early on, there was a couple of games where I was hiding behind the lounge just in case he was going to smash me. Thankfully, not. But yeah, Perth. I think they're a bit of a sleeper. They're coming a little good. bit. Yeah, like sleeper's they've, a good way of putting they've it, got yeah. all these home games in a row now because of all the issues with their home ground and they couldn't get into HBF. They couldn't get into the new place because it wasn't ready. And now they're there. I think it's like six or seven home games in a row. And mm, they've yeah. got they've got a few good players. They've signed Adam Taggart. Comes off the bench. Scores two. Scores a brace um, to win. To win them the game. Yeah, essentially, and yeah. you know they've got a few good players in that uh, team now. I, they. I wouldn't say it's as good of a mixture, but they've got a mixture a little bit like us where they've got a bit of experience. They've got a, good, a few good sort of younger players too. So, um, yeah, I think they'll be tough to beat. They have the trip Full on stop. their side. It's yeah. the same as Wellington. It's a tough place to go. It was for us and mm. it's a tough place to go for Perth at the best of times. You've got to play in the middle of the night. 
Um, You're playing at 10 p.m. your exactly. time if it's a 7 p.m. kickoff. There. Exactly. Mm. So yeah, there's a lot of reasons why it's tough, and the latest one is that they're decent. Yeah, I mean the players feel that too. I was talking with a couple of the boys the other week, and yeah. they were saying, you know, that trip actually does take a massive toll on them, you know, physically and 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 even mentally as well. It's a long flight both ways. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, I mean, you you're would... finishing up at 12:30 in the morning. Hmm. Yeah, like, I'm even later. I'm going to WA in a couple of weeks for work, so it'll be it'll be interesting. It's the first time I've gone, so it'll be be interesting to see how I sort of feel once I get there. But, mm. I mean, to be a professional athlete, you would have to be there three days probably beforehand to, to actually feel properly acclimatised. Yeah. We don't have the money to do that. No one in the league does. <laughs> no. no one's going to go there that that much sort of before a game. You just sort of go there and do what you can, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And moving ahead to the uh, Sunday afternoon game, because uh, there was only one game on Sunday. Uh, we didn't show up to play, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Up at McDonald Jones Stadium, uh, Newcastle won, Western Sydney won. Again, favourable for us. Elton John won. Oh, my God. The how, how was the pitch? Oh, man. <laughs> that pitch. I'm certain it costs – I can't remember who it was in, in, in the first half. I think was it was it the Jets or Wanderers? I can't think. I think it was the Wanderers. I'm uh, certain it cost them a goal. Yeah, someone was about to have a shot. Yeah, slipped. Yeah, yeah and they did compl- just completely lost their bloody foot. It cost the Jets in the second half too. Yeah, yeah. it was – that's – a disgrace. Also funny, but for them, but a disgrace. That's yeah, I mean, I was laughing more than anything, really. Like seventeen years in, or whatever it is, and we're still serving up bloody pitches like that. It's embarrassing. So and that bad. that concert was like a week, I think. Before. I think it was, it was a while. It wasn't like two weeks ago. Uh, I thought it was a week, but it, it might was have been a while two. ago. Yeah, not well, the biggest Elton John fan, to be honest. Honestly, so. the last four weeks have just been, well, probably the last six weeks actually, since sort of Christmas have been just a massive. Blur, a so blur? Yeah, that's it, could, fair. it could have been eight weeks ago, to be fair. That's fair. Yeah. But, yeah, another result favourable to us, which mm-hmm. then, yeah, leads into this weekend and makes it a big game. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Wonder is out of form as well. I think I read they've only won one of their last seven. Mm. So They had a hot start. I, I yeah. feel like the table, the table flatters them a little bit. Which may come back to bite me after this weekend, but no, but I mean, they've their last three have been uh, lost, draw, draw. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, we we completely own them down there with that performance, probably our best of the season. Yeah, mm. um, Marcelo I mean, being out is a loss must, for them. Yeah, most likely out. Um, they 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 don't seem to have many goals in them as well. You know, Krippich has been a bit of a flop. Yeah, or is a flop. Word is they're looking to ship him Get off and, him. and bring in some Colombian bloke. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they've got a few issues and, yeah, I think probably defensively they'll be a little bit fragile with no Marcelo. So. I want credit for the no Marcelo because I bought him in my fantasy team. <laughs> You've done right? it. The curse right? strikes. Right? Now we just need Boise to bring in Merch Lyre as well because he's still got <laughs> nice Leo Lacroix in there. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I can do that this weekend. Yeah, sure. yeah, bring in Merch Lyre, yeah. 100%, yep. yep. Ruined me. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm I'm confident this weekend against the Wanderers. Like, it's a big game and you, last time we had a big game on a, on a – big occasion we did well for the first time in a while so let's keep that going and not do the old mariners bloody uh saturday night prime time yeah saturday night prime time uh choke at home in front of a big crowd let's not do that um yeah were they sand fans i saw yeah they had a decent amount in newcastle yeah saw someone post a picture of that march that came down whatever street's name i can't quite think of right now jonathan street Mm. no i remember they did the over the hill thing yeah, from coming up from the settlers. settlers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was sick. Um, the first, first yeah, season, wasn't it? The first one they did was uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, was yeah, it was. that was insane. That first one they did yeah. it looked like there was fifty thousand freaking people there. Yeah, all the way, <laughs> all the way yeah. down. They took up yeah, half of the half of the bloody eastern stand. Yeah, but they've been pretty absent um, in recent times, haven't they? Mm. So 
yeah, no, I think they'll bring decent numbers up. Let's let's talk about it now. Let's let's dive right into it uh, this Saturday at our paradise, of course, Industry Group Stadium. Our your paradise. Central Coast. Listen to it. <laughs> it is. We Listen live where it. you holiday, as the uh, advertising on Facebook has said. Uh, the, the advertising actually says we play where you holiday. Oh. Um, so, and I think there's actually a billboard uh, on the M2 now as well. Yeah. If anyone sees our billboard, please send us a pic. Yeah, there's been talk about it. I don't know whether it was actually executed in the end. Um, but yeah, no, that's um, rumor has it. We I should love that. we should pull up a bit of the uh, North Connects or something and make that the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's new, but <laughs> let's just pull up a bit of road if, for if, every New South Wales. If anyone team. out there has got a core drill sample from the North Connects, yes. uh, yeah, send, it. <laughs> send it. Send it. <laughs> Trains don't really go to Parramatta from here, do they? So that's no. We can't get a bit of rail line. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great shout. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, as we said, Wanderers having only won one of their last seven. We've won three of our last five, um, but uh, are wildly inconsistent at times. We've mm. looked good at home though, for the most part. Home, we're all right. Yeah. Aside from that Newcastle game post World Cup. Yeah. And yep. the Perth one. And the Perth one. But yeah. we'll ignore them. But yeah, I, I you know, Wanderers. I look at that lineup they had last week against the Jets, and it's it's not overly. Impressive, I'll be more really. confident if Cummings comes back into the side. Yeah, well, Cummings has to come back for me. Yep. Yeah. You would if, expect if him to be back if he's look if he's fit. Then yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. If there is, you know, an underlying injury of some sort there, then yeah. Yeah, and you know, I think but we missed him big time. The Wanderers' midfield's also been pretty good. You know, Bazanek's been alright. New and half has been, been good. great. Um, that's I think. Midfield battle is going to be the big one because we definitely lost that in Wellington. I think Niz struggled to get in, to really get into the game, as did Steely. Um, that midfield battle is going to be key for mm. me. Two nil us. Be interesting to see if they're brought in Schneiderling by that time. Rumor has it they've, yeah. uh, they've signed Morgan Schneiderling. So on the old free transfer. Yeah, yeah, very interesting bloke who's on 50,000 euros a week in France at the moment and mm. uh, the league is struggling, uh, clubs are in financial trouble and uh, all of a sudden Morgan Schneiderling <laughs> is. Uh, work that one out. Well, Paul uh, Letterer owns about four of the current clubs <laughs> in the A-League, so he can money launder from wherever he wants. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, Your Honour. Uh, of course. He'll soon be adding Melbourne Victory to that portfolio, won't he? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly Sydney, if they're not already in it. <laughs> Um, we absolutely dominated them last time down there, and I think if if we play that same sort of uh, that same sort of really fast paced counter attacking style with, as Mick Komet loves to use the phrase verticality or the term verticality, um, hitting them quickly, turning them around, we should. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm still nervous. I'm always nervous for Saturday night home games. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I always yeah. have that little bit of nerves. Wanderers. Yeah, I. Off the top of my head, I feel like our record against the Wanderers at home isn't great. Anyone disagree with that? I feel like it's maybe about 50-50. I'm not sure. Yeah, but bear, bear in mind that they only came into the league in 2013. So, yeah. you know, from yeah. 2015 to 2020, 21 sort of thing, we were absolutely atrocious. So, you know. And we have some bad memories of some big moments like the time we lost the premiership at home. Oh, so yeah. Sorry about that. But, so, but we won the main one. That's we won what mattered. But <laughs> All I can think of is that night is being in the pissing down rain with just drops of rain running down my face <laughs> as Blabino Halidi runs off into the distance and scores. That's yeah. all I can think of. Horrible. Tears. Nothing else definitely happened that game. 
Salty rain. Actually, there was a fair few things that happened, but let's not no, speak No, I know, but I don't want to talk don't about speak it because that's just an insane <laughs> timeline. Yeah. But. They're not sitting back though in this game. They, they may, you know, start out pretty tight and stay compact and stay, um, you know, nice and deep, modelling themselves on Wellington second half. Mm. Um, but at the same time, they, I guess, can't imagine Rudin bringing a team and playing very negatively. He's got too big an ego they, for that. Yeah, they, they don't need any more motivation than to just look back at last game, of course, when we absolutely own them on their own patch. Um, Mark O'Rudin will we'll have them well fired up for this one. Uh, so will Ollie, you know, return of the yeah, Bizanic. I think... Yeah, I don't really want to speak about that much. But <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll definitely have something to prove. But if if they if they come here and try and play, that suits us. Yeah, it does. exactly. Because we we want teams to come at us so we can try and play through it, and yeah. that's we've been really good at that at home. Do it. Um, if we don't leak silly goals, then we'll be in that game. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah. if we leak one, we'll play into their hands. So mm. important for us to have a good start. I think to be able to do what you're t- saying. Yeah, first fifteen or twenty minutes. Yeah, if if is. Big. If we jag Big. one, we could put another three past them. Easily. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if we if we, yeah. if we make them come out and try and chase the exactly. game, exactly. it plays into our hands play, as well. Play through them again. Especially yeah. if it's early. Give yeah. us a shot at getting a second in the first half and a couple more in the second half. Mm. Mm. We I like, are that, I like that timeline. We score goal. They don't score goal. Yeah. 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 I heard that's how you win football games. Yeah, yeah. we score. <laughs> yeah, Ma- Michael Owen once said, yeah, if, if you <laughs> score more than the opposition, then you're a chance. Yeah. yeah. So. Let me think about that. Yeah, yeah, the okay. maths checks out. Yeah. checks out. Yeah, yeah. look, yeah. I'm not a mathematician or anything yeah. like that, but if anyone is a statistician or mathematician or anything out there, uh, yeah, let us know if that's uh, that actually I've Googled equates. it. It's pretty legit. <laughs> <laughs> Just check the laws of the game. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is descending into a farce. Let's move on. Too much love in this room. We haven't been in here for too long. Are we doing goal scores? Uh, yeah, fuck it. Uh, Sorry, uh, predictions? Uh Two nil us. Yeah, I think it's a two nil game. Three one us. Three two nils and a three one. That works. Mm-hmm. Oh, just us by two in general. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Yeah. No, I want the uh, I want the uh, clean you sheets the clean for sheet? Faz and for. Um, Stop it. Don't say that again. <laughs> yeah, Faz Faz assist as well. Yeah. Mm, that'd yeah. be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Saw a goal. I'm a, I'm easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's no problem. We score more goal than them. Yes. Yeah. At least one. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. It is, of course, that time of the week where we answer your questions. And uh, as always, thank you all so much for uh, all your submissions across Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the ccmfans.net forum. Uh, starting off over on Facebook with Michelle Lumby. Michelle asks, what is your preferred centre-back pairing? And what are your thoughts on Nectar playing uh, in that holding midfield role so far this season? Preferred centre-back, Nectar and Caltech right now. Based on form and and all that sort of stuff, Nectar in the DM role, I think he's been good. Yeah, very good. He's good with the ball at his feet, good height, good at uh, break up play, physical presence, physical. He's yeah. got those sort of gangly legs, as you say, that break up play really well. Yeah, yep. yeah. So I I like him there. If, if if for whatever reason we have to throw him there, I'm more than comfortable with him being in there. But I wouldn't move him. Just to for it, put nah. somebody else into that position, Dan, including Dan, Dan comes in. Yeah, no, I DM, wouldn't yeah. do that um, because I think we've got enough um, in the midfield, and I think Dan is the next person to get an opportunity if it comes. 
but I don't think we would, you know, replace one of the holding midfielders mm. with Nectar because we'd rather replace Nectar in the back. That doesn't make sense to me. No, I mean, no. we've been doing it to close out games. I said gangly legs. I didn't mean gangly. It's just long. I mean, the guy's just a unit. Like, <laughs> he's just huge, huge for 19. <laughs> 19. He's enormous. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, he's, he's, been, he's been moving there to close out games, to sh- shut up shop, um, and it's it. a fantastic option. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Some would say plan B. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've got multiple plans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we went to three at the back on the weekend as well with Dan sliding in on the left-hand side of the back three there. I feel like he's primed for a big game on the weekend. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, as, as you were just saying, of course, uh, Nectar's Revenge. Revenge of the Nectar. Revenge of the Nectar. <laughs> and, you know, Tommy Aquilino will have a big point to prove as well uh, against those absolute shit show from down the road. Um, my preferred centre-back pairing is uh, Dan Hall and Dan Hall. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. <laughs> uh, no, I kind of like the Pacific partnership of, uh, of Hall and Caltech just for, you know, that narrative. But it's hard to take chances out of there, isn't it? You know, Nectar's been absolutely sensational. And as Monty uh, has said several times, potential future Socceroos captain. I don't think there's much in it. Like, I don't think there's much between them. I don't think we lose much if we replace one of them. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three yeah. strong so, options. Yeah. so for two I, spots. It's mm. just that it's not – Dan's not sitting on the bench because he's not good enough. He's sitting on the bench because the opportunity hasn't arisen for him and the other players have been in form and that's what I want money to do. Mm. Well, I think it did arise for Dan. He probably unfortunately played himself out of the spot. Yeah, and now they just – I mean, he had the spot at the start away, of the season. That City away game – well, even even just even go back to the Australia Cup degrees. game against Sydney when he got sent off, mm. like he he knew he made a couple of mistakes that night. Like mm. he he, the spot was his and he lost it yeah. unfortunately. And I love Dan, but when you lose your spot, you've got to keep fighting to get your way back in. That's that's the reality of it. And he is, and he knows that. Yeah, yeah. And I think he will make it there. Um, let's hope it's not because of one of the others going somewhere else. <laughs> but but yeah. So. I don't think he's necessarily lost the spot per se. I think you're wrong I, about that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're really trying to resign from your role of, uh, as, as co-president there, are you? <laughs> I'm starting a new club. We love Nectar. It, it feels That's like, fair. yeah, it's That's more fair. of a Caltech and Nectar we're, have played themselves. We're also bee enthusiasts. Sport. Sweet as Nectar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> play on, play on. Uh, Dave Bloom on Facebook would like to issue a formal apology to Mr. Aaron Morrow. On the last podcast, he insensitively and shamefully asked an impolite question with the hope that it put Mr. Morrow in a position where he was left playing the role of Doc Brown in uh, in uh, Dave's scenario of casting the podcast team. Dave would like to wholeheartedly apologise live in this forum and he uh, really hopes that you forgive him, Moz. Just on the record, I wasn't suing him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I will admit that uh, over the last couple of Thursday nights at fives, when I turned up there, I'm, I may have been letting him know that it was a stitch up. Thanks for that. But um, I think we're about to find out that he's stitching me up again. Say, you but might anyway, not, yeah, you might not have been suing him then, but uh, yeah, maybe get your lawyer on speed dial, mate. I hope you got one on retainer. Now that we have that out of the way, back to the the faultless casting game. Uh, you're casting the Karate Kid remake. Who plays who? I'm Daniel Sand, obviously. I don't know. I think uh, your, your missus has commented on this. <laughs> that will stitch you up. Erin, you can be Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> See you soon, honey. Got him. It's great areas, Miller. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. So, um, so I'm the wax on, wax off. 
What are you wax, waxing on? I didn't no, do the waxing. I just showed Daniel Sam. Wax on, <laughs> wax off. That's fair. I'm not going to lie. It's been a red hot minute since I've seen the Karate Kid. And I don't actually remember too I don't many think of the I've characters. Ever seen it. Yeah. I'm not as short as Mr. Miyagi. Just saying. <laughs> Um, I hate to admit it, Dave. Uh, it's going to be hard to uh, to cast anyone in this one because I don't know enough about the movie. We'll just give Moz Mr. Miyagi and just be done with it. Yeah. I'm going yeah. with out of you three that you're. If I have to be Mr. Miyagi, you're Danielson. Then look, I can't remember the villain, but you're Johnny Daniel Lawrence. Sand. Okay. Yeah, right. Johnny oh, I've, seen, I've seen Luke's left yeah. hook, actually. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Allegedly. Ima- imagine when we see the, what was it? The praying man? The crane. Man crane. The crane. <laughs> the crane. <Yeah. laughs> Cobra Cry. Cobra Cry is a great show, by the way. Uh, love you, Balumi. <laughs> uh, Stephen Bolger wants to know, was Wellington away just an off day or do we really miss Cummings' build-up play and goal scoring that much? Roos isn't the answer and not sure he will ever be. Yeah, I kind of agree with the last part. Um, Ruse would have to improve a decent amount. He's still to only twenty years old. He is, and I think people forget that mm. just because of again the size of him. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they were bloody feeding him, but should be playing front row for the Eels or something. He's um, built like a footy player. Isn't yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, yeah, we definitely miss Cummings off day. Feel like it yes. was a bit of both. Yeah, off day for forty five minutes, but again, I think Knicks are a good side. I don't think there's any shame in going over there and going down to them and you know first 45 they dominated second 45 we had enough chances to put it away there's yeah i'm not like sort of we were saying off air earlier there's been a few weird comments around like people who seem to be losing their shit over one result (laughs) just just relax all right (laughs) (laughs) think think back to the bad times and we would go over there and probably lose eight nil so just everyone calm down. Can you not mention us conceding eight to Wellington? Yeah, it wouldn't be eight. Game. Game. It'd be eight yeah. too. Well, unfortunately, the <laughs> first number that pops to my head. Yeah. Yeah. We'd eight to speak Back about to that therapy. again. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mike Mulvey. Hope you're doing terribly. Johnny Needham <laughs> uh, over on Facebook. <laughs> we didn't shout out to Paolo when it was a plan B, did we? <laughs> hope you're well, Paolo. <laughs> no, legitimately, hope you're well. Um, could see him back in the early. Could see him back in the early. Watch this space. Yeah. Um, Johnny Needham or well, MacArthur are looking for a coach. What a timeline that would be. Yes, the Joski. They've got one. Yeah, well, Sturge, I feel, I feel so sorry for Sturge. I mean, he's been there, obviously, since the club started. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, now with, uh, with York uh, and, and the Bulls parting ways. 13-game Dwight out the door. <laughs> no longer all-night Dwight. Yeah, it's um, mm. part of the season, Dwight. Um, yeah, Sturge has been promoted to head coach. So big congrats to Sturge. We all love him uh, very dearly. It does leave their uh, their MPL side in a bit of an interesting position. Two weeks till the season starts, or less than, um, and they need a new head coach. I mean, you can't tell me Steve Corica, if he loses against Victory tomorrow. Oh, he's got, like, he's got to be gone. I'm astounded that it hasn't there. happened. He's got to be gone. So that, that surely opens up a spot. And it, given Paolo's recent departure from Club Bruges, mm. um, but if that surely happens, they're looking at him. The know. first game without him is against us. Do we want that to happen? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really hoping that, that it's us that get him sacked. But yeah. I, I mean, Son Corey I, could do a three-year deal with the way things are going. Like, I'm, like, he signed it. a three-year deal at the start of the season. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. So, what, uh, what were the board looking at at Sydney? Like, the board should, the board should probably get rid of him it's still a new coach and then get rid of themselves just for <laughs> extending Corica's bloody contract. 
my, in, um, insane decision. That was my theory, though, Josh, was that um, if, if he got a win over the last sort of six games and he did get, I think, one, maybe two wins over the last six games, it would sort of paper over the cracks until the big blue. And if he loses the big blue, that's it. He's gone. Mm. That against was my like, theory about That's against a rank victory. That, yeah, like exactly. Sydney are bad, but victory are... Rank. It'll be a failathon, and you can think that there could be a nil all in this, and he might get a reprieve for a week until we um, ream until him we the next him. week. Yeah, 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 exactly right. But my my sort of theory on this is that you know he still has two and a half years left on the contract. It's going to cost him a shitload to pay him out. Yeah. I think they move him upstairs and bring York in. I think they move him into mm. a TD role. That sort of doesn't give the sort of negative connotations of, of binning the coach. It gives the sort of positive press spin of the York and reunited sort of thing. Yeah. The 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 uh, narrative around York going back to Sydney is there 100% and you know, to me reading between the lines that seems to be what's going to happen mm. at some point because where else is he going to get a job? Like in 13 games, he's won a trophy, sure, but he played against plumbers and part-timers. Speaking of pub teams. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a pub team against a pub team. Um, and then we're, like, he's not going to get a job back in England, surely, based on 13 games. Uh, uh, yeah, I think he'd be like, hard-pressed. Hard I mean, maybe a coaching gig, but not a head coach role, no. not a manager And he's role, got his no. assistant too, who seemed like they're... They're a package deal. They're yeah. a package deal, uh, yeah. So... Uh. He'll, he's just moving yeah. from one pub team to another, surely. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Meanwhile, Unlo- he's, <laughs> he's left the gate open for Sturge to come along and turn a pub team into a pro team. Yeah. Very unlike Dwight <laughs> to go on a bit of a pub crawl, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All night Dwight is back, baby. <laughs> he said he wasn't. <laughs> See him on Favos Street after the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. We're going to come back to that. We're going to have a whole uh, big chat about that. Did uh, we discuss whether who would win the fight with Dwight York? Oh, no. I'm not fighting Dwight York. No, Have you seen, seen that? He's fucking yeah, jacked, man. Yeah. Just putting it out there just in case. Any- Luke? Luke? No, I'm good. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm good on that one. It's a hard pass. <laughs> it's a hard pass. Hard okay. Pass. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Johnny Needham, uh, finally getting to your question, Johnny. Would you rather <laughs> a game on the box with those fucking annoying tweets from the New Zealand commentary team or put a pineapple up your bum? Because after that match, lads, I was feeling tropical as fuck. <laughs> Oh, it's got me. Me too, Johnny. Me too. Uh, serious note: cause for concern or a blip on the radar? Uh, blip. 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 And Find the, me a small. And the pineapple, pineapple. sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> small pineapple, please. <laughs> Uh, Jeremy Lumby on Facebook uh, regarding Richard's email. If the club doesn't have any assets and is leasing the training facility, then who actually benefits from the potential funding promise announced last week with the Labor government? Uh, is it the club or just Mike Charlesworth? I did actually get an answer on this uh, before we went to air this afternoon. Uh, so the funding is for the club, for the football club, uh, not the uh, not the property development. Yeah, development. Um, uh, entity uh, and the location of the um, um, the the ground that they were talking about is not actually a set location yet. Uh, the actual main field at the Centre of Excellence is actually council land that is leased by the club. So there you go. TIL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, TIL for me as well. Yeah. Yep. And just on that there as well, uh, Jared Kay on Facebook. Is the football club looking to start building assets separate to that of the Mariners Development Trust? Good question. Mm, it is. 
haven't seen any evidence of it yet, but we're clearly looking outside of the usual revenue streams at the moment with things like the Rock the Farm. Oh, yeah, Rock the Farm, the concert, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're, you know, getting into these relationships more with the racing and... Mariners Race Day today at the Entertainment Grounds, so so I see we're doing that, but I haven't seen or heard anything about anything, you know, bricks and mortar or concrete. Mm. Um, As you say, alternative uh, revenue streams was something that Rich mentioned in his email that went out this afternoon talking about, you know, different types of sponsorships or different types of memberships and exploring options around those and different types of partnerships as well. So um, I think we're going to see a lot of expansion in that space. And some interesting stuff. Um, there's some conversations at the night with Garang and, mm. and Jason uh, where Richard's got some unusual mm. ideas about how membership should operate. And I, I have to say I walked away from that kind of thinking, you know what, there's something in that. Mm. Um, mm. It's different. Um, what is it? Well, he alluded to the idea that we want to bring fans in and we want to make our money away from the membership space. Um, So it's not about membership fees. It's about getting more fans in without necessarily having to pay to get into the game. Um, And we will get our money from the sponsorship uh, eyeballs that we get from getting those numbers in the stadium. And that is going to be a a horrendous description. If he hears this, then he'll think that's (laughs) that's ridiculous. But but there was enough in what he said for me to go away and think, you know what, why not be trying some of these things? And um, I like the idea that we – because – you know, the, the, the reason that we're getting emails like that is partly because there's something in the fact that we need to try and make ourselves sustainable and we all need to get behind that. So I kind of think that if we can change the game, then maybe from that we can generate a different kind of a field than we've had in the past. We do seem to be attracting better corporate um, uh dollars at the moment or more of them i don't know too much about the details but we we, there's plenty of names around so is that because we're you know penetrating in those markets or is it just that we're sort of attracting people to get on the wagon and hoping that there'll be a future in that um because we do need to evolve to be able to be more sustainable and that's should we talk about the email or not or should we yeah Yeah, while we're doing it while we're we're there yep yeah absolutely i don't know if i like it Mm. on the fence I don't know. It, it's it's a bit early doors to be begging. <laughs> Is it too transparent? For me. I, I, I like I, the honesty. I appreciate and like the honesty. Yep. I think there should be more of it. but You want more of it but less of it. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel like you can't just throw out statements like we're losing $2 million this year, even with all of the transfer fees and all that money, which numbers that we've we've heard seems to be reasonably substantial when you think mm. about well, well, Birrigitte, Rolls, mm, Kowal. The World Cup money. World Cup money. 50000 a week Richard's putting in. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what he told us. I'm, yeah, I'm, He I'm, did mention that at the, I think, when we had him on or yep. maybe yeah, When we mic. had him on initially, I think, yeah. And, yep. you know, if, all right, if we are still losing two mil, but, but how? Well, you've, like, got the, you've got the W League to fund now as well, so that's obviously yeah. ramping up in that. Like space. I know, I know, I know. He probably can't share the full-on in-depth breakdown of all of the costs associated, you know, sort of with the club. But I don't know. It, it, it feels it feels a bit too beggy for me. Very early on, I'm not sure if it's a good strategy to put out there at this point. Um, and 
I don't want to say it feels like a threat, but it almost feels like an early threat. Like if we don't get X, then the club's gone or it's moving. Yeah, that's, that's what it feels like to me a little bit. I didn't feel the the threat in that. I did feel the threats may be a strong word. Not not. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say desperation. I don't think desperation is the right word for me either. I, uh, but the the tone of it. Um, yeah, really, really sort of tried to pull at the heartstrings, I think, and, and really – it had a really emotive tone, not desperate, emotive, um, yeah. and, and showed just how much, you know, we do need to refocus on the community. And I think um, there's not enough businesses on the coast that are sort of getting behind the club. Yeah, and I, I 100% agree with that. I, what – and I guess this maybe comes back to resource within the club or whatever, but why do we not have – 50 60 70 100 businesses on the coast that are putting in a couple grand a year and we we give them some kind of return whether it's simply the exposure or i don't know that's not my job but Mm. it's that's the whole point it's not my job (laughs) it's not it's not it's not my job or the fans job to be pulling in sponsorship for the club that's Mm. the club's job that's richard's job that's the corporate sean's job that that's what they're employed for i i i yeah I don't think putting that onus back onto the fans and then to me it kind of sets it up for a, well, if this doesn't work, it's your fault. Mm. But can I think I, we, we as fans can be the best salespeople for the club as well by that. For token. sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for but sure. Can I say that I, just I'm going to go with the positive slant on some of it, which for me we uh, think of ourselves, want to think of ourselves, want to aspire to being a family. So in families, the best thing that you can do is to, you know, develop your relationships and communicate properly. And I feel like there's some of that in this, that, that it's, it's Richard uh, generating a, or Rich generating a relationship with the Central Coast, a relationship with Central Coast people, a relationship with our members and, uh, you know, asking for them to help. And, I, I, and I, yeah, so I, like you, I'm a bit mixed because it's, it's a little bit random. We've had emails from our... Yeah. current former someone owner and sometimes they've been a little bit corny sorry mike and uh but you know this seems a slightly more genuine almost it did feel know. genuine yeah. yeah yeah and so i yeah i'm, I'm i am 50 50 on it but i'm not disliking okay. it too much because i feel like it's not inappropriate yeah, kind of came out of the blue for me it was a bit random that was the that was the thing that got me it really mm. came out of the blue um you know after a negative result on the weekend, but everything else has been quite positive. Um, mm. it, yeah, took me by took me by surprise. Mm. Midweek, Wednesday afternoon, press release. And I, I think that's what put yeah. me on the fence um, more than I would have been otherwise. You know, had we maybe been expecting it, had there been something in the lead up alluding to it, then yeah. But when yeah. things need to be explained, do we want to, to expect him to do that for us? Though is that a positive for us or is that a negative for us because it just seems like he wants to have that relationship and to keep us abreast of what's going on so for now i'm i'm sticking to that oh 100 percent, and yeah. and i think that's great i, I yeah. appreciated that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and he, yeah, I, uh, yeah. for me he's appreciating the fact of, of who we are and mm. when we can never i've banged on about this for 18 years we can never succeed unless all the forces on the central coast are working together Mm. the council the local football clubs and association local businesses all of the people the people's relatives the people's friends the holiday makers that come to stay with the coasties during you know christmas etc yeah um so yeah there's there's some positives there it's it's a weird one though 
William Brown on Facebook uh, wants to know the latest on Matthias Moresh and uh, who is leaving if we're going to register him. Yes, we will be registering him. Uh, all signs point to him being back in February, ready for game time then. Uh, who's leaving? We'll see. Take a guess. Yeah. <laughs> Ayongo and or Kalichi. Yeah, he I mean, was in training photos and uh, he's starting to look like, you know, part of the team again. Yeah, he's, back to, full, he's back to full contact training now, yeah. I believe. So um, that's very good. And, well, we don't, and we don't need to rush him at this point. So. No. Yeah, uh, but I mean, sooner rather than yeah, later. But definitely get back out there this <laughs> yeah. week. But, yeah. Hurry up, please. I think, we, I, I think we've mentioned it because it's a cliche, but it'll be like a new signing for us because he's been out for so long. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that, that is a huge cliche, but we have mentioned it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 because it is true. Because we love a cliche. Um Speaking of Maresh, Luke. Yo. What's happening? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, you got to pull it out for retro rounds, surely. Don't try and ignore oh, what we're getting at. Imagine. Well, Luke turning up to the KB with blonde mm, hair. There is a... Mm, yeah, leave it with me. If you're, <laughs> <laughs> We've left it with you for a while, big fella. <laughs> I can't do it if Are I have you? to go away for work. <laughs> Why? Yes, you can. Maresh gets out in the public stage every week with yeah, that beautiful Yeah, Jamie McLaren like the Knicks commentary, it's unprofessional to rock up <laughs> to a work meeting with bleach blonde hair. Knock it off. Just I, tell them it was a retro with, round. Don't you meet with people who have purple or blue or green hair or anything? Have, no. Why? Having Why? to explain that, I made a bet, sir, who doesn't know what the A-League <laughs> even is. Why can't you just say I love I'm this? Not doing what are you that. talking about? This is style, baby. <laughs> well, just let just let them ask the question. What do you lose a bet? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> come Dingo, come Dingo. If you're listening to this podcast, come Dingo. Luke is ready for your blonding service. Box die, baby. Box, Box die. die. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> Over to Instagram, where Dylan Wilson wants to know: Is Paul Ayongo leaving? Uh, to be confirmed, I guess. We'll we'll see. Um, He's still training, still playing. So um, he also says, love you, Aaron, again. <laughs> Do you know this person, Aaron? Is this uh, a relative? No, it's not a relative. It's possibly uh, people I don't necessarily know sometimes talk to me at the gate <laughs> when it's very confusing <laughs> for me. And <laughs> It's Aaron's burner. Is Aaron's burner? <laughs> <laughs> Convincing burner if so. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm too old for burners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mark O'Rudum seems to uh, seems to enjoy the old uh, burner account. Spring chicken, mate. <laughs> Listen here, fuckface. <laughs> Westy's best 16. What a time that was. Um, Alexander Vega on Instagram wants to know, how good is the Sky Sports commentary team? Well, we've covered that, I think. Oh, wind me up. <laughs> Extensively covered in your face. <laughs> uh, on Twitter, Eddie wants to know, fellas, do you have any more info on the $3.7 million promise by the Labor, gov Labor government uh, in the new facilities to be built? And why is the email from uh, Richard so close to that announcement? Should we as fans be concerned? I don't think so. Mm, no, nah, not concerned. Be alert, not alarmed. Yeah. <laughs> Watch an act. Oh, that's good. We need, it's not a fire. <laughs> we need to, yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to make like a Mariner's version of the fire thing. <laughs> I'm doing that. Yep, Calm. No danger. <laughs> Watch an act. No, be no. alert. <laughs> There's, there's going to be no such thing as no danger, though. It's like the new fire signs where they start at, like, moderate. It's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dumpster <laughs> on that it starts with some starts with some kind of warning. The top will be Mulvey. 
<laughs> just above dumpster. <laughs> Oh, we we have to do that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Keep your eyes out. Oh, I'm getting uh, to work on that one. Um, the the whole Labor thing, that's all good, but it's only a promise. That's literally all it is. Yeah, like, I mean, they've got to be elected they, first. They have to win the election for it to happen. If it happens, great. But a promise is a promise. That's that's all it is. The government's trying to help them out with winning the election, but um, whether they succeed mm. or not, we'll leave that up to Dom. <laughs> yeah, fucking useless anyway. <laughs> Um, Adam Woods on Twitter wants to know or mentions that uh, he's still a little concerned about the form of Faz. What are our best options if we do need to rest him? Would it be Storm Rule at left back? Uh, surely there's another way. Yeah, I'd be comfortable with Storm at left back, start Aquilina at right back. I'd go the other way. Mm, yeah, potentially. Left. Yeah. Yeah. Storm has shown a bit of form there though, hasn't he, on the left? Yeah, it just looks yeah, so yes. unbalanced every time he plays there. But he's had a couple yeah. of good moments over there as well. Wasn't he involved in a goal yeah, from the left yeah, side? Yeah, he was, but he's had a couple of fucking nervy moments True. too. I'll, 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 <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Does, it does throw the balance out. Um, and I mean, you know, Faz, Faz is okay, but he, I feel like teams may have worked him out. He's still young. Like, oh, 100%. You're not, not going to have that consistency young. When, you're, when you're 19, 20 years old um, sort of thing. For me, balls over the top are his, are his massive weakness because against a quick winger, mm. Faz, although there's not much of him and skinny and reasonably <laughs> athletic, he's not that quick. Mm. I, feel like he, I feel like he needs to maybe get either get in the gym, start doing some squats. <laughs> I, think them, it, I think it's that explosive mus- quickness. It's the explosive quickness. Mm. Where it, it, like against a very quick winger, he struggles. Balls over the top are his weakness, 100%. Mm. All what the rest of his plays all good for me. I don't really have too many issues with it. But yeah. that's the one bit where I think maybe teams have worked him out. Yeah, defensively he's sound as. And, yeah. you know, getting forward, his crossing could be worked on. Yeah. Um, but getting forward generally his play is good. His link-up play is good. As you say, that first couple of yards off the mark though. Yeah. Needs like a sprint coach or something or, or – Something along those lines. Usain Bolt again. <laughs> Second mention. Second mention for have, good old Usain. I've heard that he's uh, bankrupt. He's, so I was going to say he money. needs money. He needs money. <laughs> oh, mate, should have taken that 150k a year. Hey, champ. <laughs> he, need, he needs money, but we can't pay him. So <laughs> get him in as intern. Yeah. Oh, no, he'd be a visa spot, though. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he officially announce his retirement from football after so we, the trial we get didn't rid work of, out? I think so. We get rid of Kalechi yeah. and the Yongo. Yeah. Mm. No. Do we think there's anything um, around tactic that um, doesn't help Faz here? Because I feel like at times we're slightly unbalanced in the get forward stakes, i.e. we want to get forward more on the left than on the right. And that then exposes Faz to having to turn around more and from, um, you know, higher positions. And so I wonder whether or not that impacts on his ability to turn around. Um, and other teams might even be targeting that because they're seeing that tactic if the, if it exists. Does anyone think I'm I'm sure they would, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean... We seem to make more crosses from the left. Yeah. I'd be interested to dive a bit further I'd like, into that, actually. Maybe yeah. we should, I might we be should, we make a note the statistics that might, time, you know, just say I'm wrong, but it just seems to me... You know, I can think of goals being scored from the left um, and uh, I'm struggling to think of... The, the crosses, I mean, the, we used to have Benny crosses from the right, um, mm. but, yeah, just wonder whether or not Faz is playing a bit more forward. Mm. That's an interesting one to look a bit closer at, yeah. I've always said I'd love to see Faz as a wing back, three at the back, so Dan Hall, Nectar, Brian Caltech, um, and then Tommy and Faz as your fullbacks or wingbacks. Which we're probably doing when we want to get tight. Um, in mm. the finish of games, aren't we? Yeah, we've three, gone right? a five at the back a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> plan B, plan C. Wow. Hey, Paolo. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Welcome to MacArthur. Uh, <laughs> Dylan Andreich on Twitter. Hey, guys, if you could each pick an under-23 Australian player in the A-League to join us immediately, who would you pick? Ooh. It's a good one. Uh, good, good question. Dylan has mentioned that uh, his selections would be Seb Pasquale or Dylan Pereus. So you mean we're taking Western United's only under 23? <laughs> <laughs> Dylan Pereus is a good shout. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, bit bit inconsistent though. I wouldn't mind Newenhoff. Right oh, Newenhoff. Yeah, I'm, that's yeah. a win. I would have to go with a solid Newenhoff. Yeah. Mm. Or, I know he's a scummer at the moment, but... Daniel Steins, I really like him. Steins is good. I wish we had picked him up from Perth. Yep. Yeah. yeah that's, Steins was, on Ewanhoff would, would be mine too. I was going to go Steins originally, but wanted to just quickly check that um, Elliot is New Zealand. <laughs> she is. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, if Angus Sturgate wasn't so much of a scummer, then maybe Sturgate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Somehow still so, under 23. He's such a he's, scummer. He's, oh, the, he's the oldest looking 22-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The march has been going back for a while, hasn't it? <laughs> when oh, I first, when I first saw it, when he first came into the league, I legit thought he was like a 25, 26. Hairline's about as good as mine, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what playing for the scum does to you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I'd take him. <laughs> Captain Swish, Rocky on Twitter. Uh, love this. Yes. Central Coast Mariners Academy NPL 1 ladder prediction. Uh, it's a big step up. Can't wait to see how the boys do at this level. I am buzzing it is so close to the season starting um, when's all, the first home game 5th of february sunday afternoon 3 p.m first grade kicking off against western sydney wanderers Oof. big game to start off oh it's a huge game to start off and i know it's two newly promoted teams it's two academy sides but there's so many sort of narratives that live within this game as well you've got um the the pizio brothers who came up from uh from western sydney lawrence caruso who's gone down to western sydney of course and uh andrew christensen um, head mm. coach at Western Sydney now as well. So just a few of the uh, sort of stories within the story for this one. I think it's a good start to the season for us because uh, we're going to be playing against essentially a young team like our own and it, w- it won't be a baptism of fire by being bashed by Olympics old men. <laughs> um, whereas later, as the competition gets going, we are going to get bashed by old men, mm. simple as yeah. that. Yeah. And we're going to have to figure out how to deal with that physicality and if we start out getting beat up then you know then does it get harder as the season goes on so i think it's good to start against the wanderers and and then you know Mm. knowing that we are going to face that physicality um because yeah i think we're going to struggle initially with that (laughs) i think um and more to your point as well being being that this game is so early on while the a-league's still going on rudin's gonna or rudin's gonna have um quite a few of those boys that are on scholarships that would have been playing NPL otherwise called up for the uh, senior squad. So um, there's going to be a lot of under-20s for them in this one. Oof. Yeah, I think he's done it. My um, turn. Uh, I won't do a full ladder prediction, but I think mid-table-ish is that's about yeah, where I, I think we'll yeah, be. I think we'll, I think we'll beat the bottom half because of so many teams went up from New South Wales State League One Men's. League One Men's, yeah. League, um, how many teams went up? Four. Four. So us, Wanderers, St. George City and Spirit FC. Yeah. So you could say reasonably comfortably we'd be more than competitive against them in NPL 1. I think, um, yeah, 
we should be. Um, Spirit FC is always a tight one. Perko's mm. a great coach. We struggled against St George last year. Mm. Had the uh, the OG ding dong affair against Wanderers at home last year as well in yep. the four three, and then we beat them two 0 away as well. Um, we should be beating those sides. We should be absolutely demolishing sides like Mount Druitt. Yeah. Um, Sutherland Sharks as well. I think will struggle as well looking at their squad this year. So there's probably three, four sides that we'll definitely finish ahead of. I think we're on for maybe sixth, seventh. Yeah. Um, we should be beating your Sydney FCs as well. We should absolutely be toweling up uh, Northbridge or North Shore Mariners or Northbridge Bulls. North Shore or MacArthur far Bulls. South, Southwest, FC. Northbridge. Sheep? Fairfield FC, oh. whatever they're calling <laughs> themselves Western, this the Western week. United of MPL. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, they're worse. <laughs> Fucking worse. Don't get me started. How many times can you sell your soul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the way that yeah, the Bulls manage to get their way into the MPL. Anyway, that's a whole podcast in itself. I won't be surprised, though, if towards the end of the season we start to make our football talk rather than the physicality thing being a thing and we'll adapt reasonably well to it because we've got a track record for being football players against all these teams yep. in, in the next division. Yep. So if we can play our football, we will challenge some of those hard teams. I'm so keen. I, I enjoy having the doubleheaders at the stadium as well. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, idea. that's going to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Of course, the 1st of April and the 15th of April off the top of my head uh, where we will welcome Apia and Sydney Olympic 7.45pm kickoffs on a Saturday night for the NPL boys. Yeah. Where will the gooses be? The gooses? Yeah, I'm concerned. <laughs> I don't think will Branko's the bar be open? Do we have an answer yet? Uh, the bar at Plume <laughs> Park? Yes. There's your answer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. But um, the gooses at the Central Coast at uh, Industry Group Stadium. <laughs> nice correction there. Where's, yeah. <laughs> where's the gooses? The Gooses stand. Yeah, no, that's a good good question. More <laughs> um, to the point, I really wonder what Branko Cholina's up to these days. Yeah, he's probably waiting for his chance to come up and call us Gooses. <laughs> 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 Can't get a job. <laughs> it's got to be by 16, but... Yeah, fair yeah, yeah for to, sure. I'm gotta, there. I unfortunately won't be. I'll be calling the game. Oh, yes, from my vantage point right up the top. Uh, over to the ccmfans.net forum. Uh, Tevor wants to know what happened in Wellington. Views and inside knowledge would be appreciated. Wasn't the team that we know and love. I don't know. Like like I said, just they're a good okay. side at home and we were not at the races first half. Yeah, it's one game. I we're don't good. have any inside we're knowledge good. yet and it's one game. Um, Von Bolski, I love this question. Which former Mariner has most failed to live up to their hype? Uh, he means Ooh. the sort of kids that have come through that have left us for bigger and better but went nowhere fast, i.e. Uh, Lewis Miller, Matt Miller, and Trent Bahagia types. Um, I love it and I hate it at the same time because I hate slating our former players. This is so easy for me. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be Trent. 100% Trent, <laughs> Trent Sainsbury, not Bahagia. Sainz. Oh. Sainsbury. Yeah, 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 yes. One million percent. That man should mm. have had such a good career and been playing at such I, a high level. I mean, he did for a number of years have a good career. Did he? Well, I mean, he was playing in the top flight of the Netherlands, had a really a unfortunate knee injury <laughs> where he smashed his knee on that sort of in-ground sprinkler. Sprinkler, yeah. Still went to a couple in of World Cups. In his first game, he did. Still went to a couple of World Cups. Yeah, he did. But was he? I don't think he was that great. Well, um, I think he was one of Australia's, if or is it, not Australia's best central defender for a period of time. Really? Is it that he maybe, didn't quite maybe meet... A year, maybe a year or two. <laughs> <laughs> is it that he didn't quite meet our lofty expectations as opposed to that he didn't? That he failed. To me, well, I had high there. expectations because he was a good footballer. I agree. He was, yeah, yeah, but like, just has not the 
for me, he took the money in China way too early. Oh, what? Yeah, I and it, it completely cooked him. Uh, it just and he's I like if you, I don't even know where he is right now. Is he uh, Belgium uh, or something? UAE, maybe. Yeah, I thought he's, he was he's in, the in, Middle he's East. in the Middle East. Yeah, like how bad's that? Like, the, oh, I hate that. Like he's only thirty. Isn't oh, he? Yeah. I can't argue about the Asia thing. Like, like he's only thirty or thirty-one, and like uh, he should be. You should be. You should ask me where he's at, and I should know straight away. No idea. I mean, he's still ahead of Musty, though, isn't he? Yeah, uh, Musty's, Musty's a good shout too, to be honest. I mean, he's still had an, a couple of really good years in Denmark, but then again, chased some money yeah. in Turkey. The move fell through. Double knee surgery ends up in Cyprus, um, yep. and gets let go from Cyprus and ends up at Perth Glory. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good shout. Um, still, still know, his, for me. His, 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 um, his stint in Denmark aside, yeah, that's a disappointing sort of arc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Trent Sainsbury arc gets me every time. But Trent Bahaja, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking to Matt Miller just because I enjoyed it too much, <laughs> and I don't expect him to return. What about Mitch Austin? Oh, was he Ooh. ever? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't wasn't a kid, but Do he you did ever show promise. I like, <laughs> feel like that's <laughs> run fast, <laughs> run fast, kickball, run fast, kickball, <laughs> play FIFA. <laughs> 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 he left. He left us to try and go on to bigger and better things. I think he signed for. Who was it? Like Partick Thistle in Scotland, I think. Was it Mitch Austin? Wasn't he at Victory, or was he at Victory than here? Mm. Nah, I remember he did get signed in Scotland, but I can't remember before. Remember, he had like what? That he had that one really good game for Victory against Juve. He, he he moved in that preseason game. We did the swap deal, so we signed Connor Payne. They signed Mitch Austin. Yeah, and then they then they played Juve or something in yeah. like whatever it was, mm. and. Like he, it's funny because he posts the highlight of that one really good cross he did against them. Like every now and then, just to just to remind everybody that he used to be a professional footballer. Two games for Partick Thistle, what four games Thistle? for Sydney FC, five games for the Jets. I forget, Sydney, yeah, I forget that stint at Sydney. Yep, oh. yep. We need to do a deep dive for my Mariners stint. Actually, hundred percent. We've been talking are, about where, it for where ages. Are they now? Hasn't yep. played since March twenty twenty. Let's um, let's Checks let's book, book that in. So curious yeah. to know where some of them are. Like, where yeah. is Malik Mane? <laughs> True. Just a change. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Where are they now? That's a great. Couldn't tell great. you. What about Stefan Yanotta? Mm, yeah. Jem um, Carachan. Jem. He's, he's just retired. retired. Just yeah. retired. Actually, yeah. yeah. He announced yesterday. Yesterday. Didn't he? Yeah. 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 So um, shout out to Jem. Could always, have been. Yeah. Would would have loved to have kept him here. Always likes uh, Instagram posts of the Mariners. So yeah. he's still a fan, which yep. is good. Mm-hmm. Uh. LG on the ccmfans.net forum. When was the last time we scored an absolute screamer from distance? Uh, Triantis and Caltac both seem like they can absolutely rifle them from way back. When did we score a screamer from distance? I mean, Tulio's Tullio, from distance, but it's not a it's like, not a fucking. I wouldn't screamer. classify that as a screamer, would you? Has it's a, it's had a, any of that's these traditionals yet? That's a, that's a perler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a perler. Do you remember Monty's against Perth? That I was, was about to say. Oh, I, I was about to say. I reckon Monty against that's Perth. That's a howitzer. Monty against Perth is probably into the top corner. Probably the last one I can just about remember. Is it does uh, the dingo's left foot from just outside the right side of the box at Central Coast Stadium, far top corner? Does this get close? That was more finesse, though, wasn't it? Because yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to I feel like yeah. feel like I'm thinking of a Connor Payne goal during the dark years at Adelaide away, which was yeah. ooh, yeah. but ooh. that's somewhere between finesse and screamer because it was moving, but it was a curler. Yeah, oh, there was no, there was another one that he scored where it was like 
foot-like a traction engine. Yeah, like Screamer to me is laces out, yeah. like like the D'Agostino one. Yeah, that, yeah. But from slightly yeah. further out. What about when Hull yeah. scored two free kicks in a game? <laughs> Still got a photo of you from that game, Luke, looking absolutely shook. <laughs> well, I was. And we lost 3-2, I think. Yep. <laughs> Had the best game of his life and then we still lost. Yeah. 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 Oh, the dark days. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of it. It's got to be, yeah, the Monty one, one of those Hall goals. Remember when Sipe scored like a, a screamer in the ACL? Was that a was that? It was inside the box on the half volley, I think. Um, is that technically a screamer or was it just a good goal? Decent goal. We'll decent just call it goal. decent goal. I mean, it was the only decent thing he did here, so. It's not how we do it at the moment. Mm. We get him behind and we. Get I mean, there's, yeah. there's, a few that, there's a few that come to mind, though, but they're from years gone by. Patrick Zvonswijk's free kick at Sydney FC away. Uh, our very first goal ever. The Petrie's goal. Well, our very first goal ever in Perth when. Yeah. Um, Spenny. Spenny. Oh, punch, that's punch that's the from. ultimate screamer. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know if that's ever been topped. From our perspective, to be honest. Yeah. Monty's is the, probably the closest. Monty's is close. Monty's yeah. is fucking right up there yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. And you had Hacho's brace against Sydney FC when we lost down there, uh, 3-2. I will give a decent shout to the McBreen goal against Victory in the final. In the Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's outside the area. It's not a screamer. Um, it stayed. Places out, but wasn't it? Yeah, it stayed along the ground, didn't it? No, I think it was in the air. Was it? A little bit. Waist it. height, maybe. Who, who? Sorry, what? The McBreen. <laughs> McBreen against victory. In the, in the, Ooh, in grand the final year. Yeah. yeah, where I sort of went across the keeper into the far corner. Yeah, in the final year. Ooh, yeah, I go that... across the keeper. Fuck, my memory is shot. I did go on a three-week bender. I mean, it's week, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nearly 10 years ago, to be honest. <laughs> oh, my God, that makes me feel old. Wow. Oh. It is, isn't it? That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's upset me now. On a brighter note, we can have a 10-year anniversary party this year when we win it again. Nice. Mm, very good. I'm okay with every 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't hate it. <laughs> no, we should do. Oh, I want two trophies if it's every 10 years. We should do a 10-year anniversary pod watch-along. <sighs> yeah, let we us watch know the if you interested for that. Yeah, all right. Definitely. I'm on. Yeah. We might do it two episodes, so we'll do the uh, the victory in the semi-final and the yeah. Uh, yeah in the grand final. Yeah. What about the Sydney and victory games? We smashed them both. Seven two. <sighs> this, is, this is getting a bit much <laughs> now. You're yep. asking a bit much of me. I have to do all the post production. So <laughs> come on. <laughs> <fucking> hell. <laughs> Um, and there's a few questions here, of course. One from uh, Mariner Mick. Uh, there's another one from Kurt Hudson uh, and uh, Jax Michael as well. They're all talking about the upcoming retro round. Jax Michael wants to know what kits we're going to be wearing. Uh, he's fucking keen. Uh, Kurt Hudson wants to know who's looking forward to the blue filth away. And Mick, come at Mariner Mick. Uh, how excited are you guys for retro round? I'm keen for Sydney away at Allianz for the first time in however many years. I'm buzzing for that. I'm buzzing for the fact that we've we've done it as Retro Round as well. Big shout out for Mick, um, who's had a big uh, helping hand in organising this as well, as well as, of course, Twice Paisley uh, for the excellent graphic design work as always. Oh, it's so that, good. That so good. Yep, so and, good. Uh, and, of course, Jimmy and um, ads from the ccmfans.net forum as well, who've all really pitched in. Um, and uh, this is looking to be a really big event. Just happy we don't have to go back to Leichhardt yeah. or, <laughs> or, Cogra. or Cogra. Did you like Cogra? Or not? They're no. all shit. Yeah, Cogra's shit, man. Yeah. It's crap. I yeah. hate it. I so liked I liked Leichhardt when we were playing Arpia. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we wearing though? I'm I'm going with a uh, must be about 2008 vintage um, David Deputzo 
uh, worn so. shirt that was banned because it's got one of the betting companies on the front uh, of it. And uh, Ooh, so somehow so I bet eight eight or something eight 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 or something. Maybe yeah. Somehow like I that. weaseled this out of Laurie McKinney years ago, <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so I'll be breaking it out if I can get David there. I've missed so. I've missed Western and I've missed Max. So I'm crying. <laughs> I'm doing some stuff at home, but I'm hoping. I for feel like all my old shirts don't fit anymore because I put on weight. So <laughs> that's going to be interesting if I found don't find an old that. shirt. <laughs> I might, I might, um, I might go on a bit of a fast. I, I probably won't have to go on too much of a fast because I've got a uh, match worn Nick Merger jersey, uh, which astoundingly still managed to fit me uh, a couple of years ago. So yeah, no, I think I might be able to squeeze into that. He might be able to give you something that might. <laughs> It's probably spilled Give you on. a bit of a fast. It's probably, it's probably spilled on the shirt. I don't, I don't think he's out yet, mate. There's some residue, isn't there? I think he's still behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that or I've got a uh, uh, controversial one, uh, a match-worn Redders jersey as well uh, from his time here. So probably won't wear that one against Sydney. But um, I can't see why not myself. But I've also got uh, one of Bosnar's old jerseys. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Hmm. Can't fit into that one, though, I'll tell you that <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm keen. Of course, uh, 4th of February, so it's our next away game, uh, the round after this round. It's going to be a huge one. So of, course the, uh, so, of course, the disco train will be making a return as well. It's uh, Wyong 12.05, Gosford 12.27, Woi Woi 12.38, and then we get to the Keg and Brew at 2 p.m. I want to drive. But I won't be. No, you don't. No, you're going to be on the disco train, baby. You'll be getting on at gossip with me. How are we going to do beer on the train? Macca's cut. Your Honour, allegedly. Macca's cut looks a bit off. Might have to. Yeah, might have to have a word to a mate I'll, who I'll, knows how to carve up a Coke can that can then surround. Yeah, surround surround the beer can. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Beautiful. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, <laughs> only ever seen instructional videos. Never done it myself. Of course, Your Honour. Of course. Um, but, you yeah, know, there's ways and means. Um, where there's a will, there's a way. No, we'll drink faster when we get to the where, Josh? The KB. The KB, the KB of course. For Bow Street, Pub yes. Crawl, Hawaii. Oof, better go easy Probably there. Probably not too much of a crawl going up the hill because we will be leaving the KB at about 4 o'clock. Uh, it's a 5 o'clock kick off that one there. So might just have time to ch- pop in the foresters for a cheeky one on the way up. Uh, you got to stay hydrated. got to stay hydrated. And after we win, we come back. For most street to celebrate, yeah, it's going to be uh, going to be a big one. So make sure you get on the disco train. It's going to be absolutely sensational. There's going to be a lot of people at the KB as well. Um, big thanks to them for hosting this one for us. Well, that is just about all we have time for this week on the Coast Football Ramble podcast, fellas. Been an absolute pleasure uh, being back in the studio in real life with you, uh, not virtually this time. Mm. Oh, good. And we were. This went long too. Yeah, apologies. Apologies <laughs> after the fact for a bit more swearing than normal. But Apo- yeah. imagine being we're just, this we're just, we're just excited. We're just well, we excited. Lost. Yeah. We're lost and we're buoyant. Yeah, huh? yeah, it's good. Huh? Who uh, is this team? Apologies to my future self for the editing that I'm going to have to do on this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still here and listening, we love you. Uh, we love you regardless. Actually, no. If you have, if you've tuned out, not so much. But uh, you won't hear this anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Thanks uh, for the SoundCloud view. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Thank you all so much once again for tuning into the Coast Football Ramble podcast. We'll see you all Saturday prime time, baby, against that lot from down the road. No, that other lot from down the road. Not you really thinking of first, or maybe was it? I don't know. But until then, it's lovey see you there. So here I Yeah.
Hello. <laughs> well, that is about all we have time for this weekend. This fuck. Outro <laughs> <laughs> <Atro>, done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fucking hell. <clears throat> Take two. Hundred. Yes, that is. No, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting worse. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha,